Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. How's it going, bro? You know how it's going. <laughs> we always have technical <laughs> issues. You, you, so, you know how it's going. So, so real quick, guys, just to let you guys know, uh, if you're watching on the pod, uh, listening on the podcast uh, on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify. So me and Sarge on Wednesday, we got this all set up. I was like, let's get it set up. So we have no issues where everything's going good. I was like, and we'll be fine. Right. We did that yesterday. We set it all up. Everything was a okay. It was fantastic. And then for some reason he tries to load it today and discord wouldn't work for him. Uh, the camera program that we're using to capture the camera won't work for him. Cause we, we stopped using Skype cause Skype was having issues, but apparently it's not Skype. Apparently it's us. Apparently it's us ourselves that are the actual issue. So, uh, that, that was the problem. That's why we, we started just a little tad bit late. Um, all right, so Generation X Gaming on this week's show. <laughs> What's that? What's that, Sarge? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> on this week's show, we're going to be talking about, uh, we have a couple of, if you if you submitted a story, I appreciate you guys. I know Dupla submitted a story. Uh, I think that's it this week. I, I put all the rest of all the stories in there. Uh, we're going to talk about Bungie. We're talking about the weekly update. We're talking about the uh, the the uh, Forsaken update for uh, Festival of the Lost, right? Which is the Halloween update. We're going to talk about uh, the Walking Dead creator talking about uh, Clementine. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Malfeasant quest that Destiny did uh, or what they did on the change. We're going to be talking about Minecraft uh, and Fortnite and Call of Duty all in, in like one little grouping. Uh, because of BR. We're talking about numbers here about Fortnite. Uh, we're going to be talking about Fallout 76. Lots about Fallout 76. Uh, on Tuesday, they did a 200-hour dump of just content that people went to the went to Greenbrier in, in Virginia. They had a little event there uh, where all these YouTubers came and played, and they released all their they released all their, their content. So I've, I've watched so much about Fallout 76 these last three days um, that we're going to talk about the what we've seen what what they're doing in 76 uh, concerns uh about Fallout 76 if you have any at all uh we're gonna talk about microsoft's x cloud gaming system uh we're gonna be talking about rumors of playstation 5 uh we're gonna be talking about the buyout which is so close but not official yet of obsidian from microsoft uh we're gonna talk about a little bit about sea of thieves we're talking about borderlands and we are going to talk about red dead redemption and that should be a full show. That should be a full show. So, uh, first up, I'm going to talk about uh, Red Dead because I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing Destiny. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Destiny first. I've been playing Destiny. I've been playing Red Dead. I've been playing Fortnite, uh, but PvE. Uh, I know you haven't really been playing much, Sarge. So, I'll, I'll talk a little bit here in the beginning. Um, Unfortunately. So, as far as... Uh, yeah, I, I got I got the, the 76. I'll do this. Um, so 
Destiny, since it came out, Forsaken, great expansion, right? Great expansion for, for Destiny as a whole, okay? And we've talked about this where I, I tip my hat to them saying good expansion, but I don't applaud them because this is the way the game should have been from the start. Now, we're a month in, a little over a month now. We're like five weeks in. Destiny 2 right now to me is a... It's just not there. The flame is 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 just kittling out, right? Like when it first came out, I was like, th I was like three characters. I'm going in. I'm going three deep. I'm going in, but it it it's not holding my attention span anymore. For some reason, I'm doing one character, which is fine. Okay, there's plenty of bounties to do. There's plenty of stuff to go for. Random rolls are there. Everything's there, Sarge. Everything's there. It should be a game that I'm just like. This, dig my dig my teeth back into but i think personally for me is because what they did to the game for the last four years i was like you know what i'm good i'm good right so i'm playing destiny now i do tuesday night raids raid is fantastic i did the first boss i got halfway through the second boss it's probably the best raid they've created okay but uh, just a side note, you can keep talking. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I don't think the Bungie crew actually made that raid. I think somebody else was hired to do the raid. Oh, uh, no, I believe I believe if I'm not mistaken, uh, they are the ones that did the raid. Like Bungie themselves did the raid, but there was parts because the the online aspect of the stuff was um, picked up. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that to be cruel. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying I think they 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 outsource the actual construction of the raid. I mean they hired other people to do it. I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm sure they they they've done something. I don't think they've worked on it by themselves. I don't know if they've worked on it just by themselves. I'm sure other people have Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to get I'm still trying to get the facts on it, but that that's that's the the rumor being tossed around why why the raid is the way it is instead of being the way we know they made raids. So mine is very my my outlook is very different, right? I've been playing solo a lot, right? Brain helps me out in a lot of stuff. Tweaks jumped in. Um, first has jumped in a couple times um, by doing but just the normal bounties and stuff. You're you're on a mission though. You're going for specific things. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm I'm leveling up my character, going to 600, just trying to do stuff. And then first invited me and Brain to his little group that does the raids on every Tuesday night, and I'm really enjoying the raid aspect right the raid is really nice it's got a uh it's it's hard and it has nice little puzzles in there right no, so it's done, it's done it's, very well it's done, it's done very well I've it's, watched, it's I've done well yeah so it's done really well i like the dreaming city i like the blind well there's a lot of stuff in the game that i really really enjoying but for some reason it's just not i don't feel like it's necessary to play my titan my warlock and my hunter right so I'm playing just my my hunter now. Tuesday reset. I, I I start all the new stuff. Okay, I get it pretty much done. And whatever I miss, I do on Monday. The after you know five days, six days later on Monday because it's the end of the week. I I complete a lot of bounties. I complete all my dailies for the throughout the week. And then reset happens, and I and and boom, I'm done. So basically, within like I would say six hours, I'm done with I'm done with Destiny, which. One part as a streamer is nice, okay, because, you know, I get to play other games. But I don't know if it's just me. I know there's other people that come into my stream. They're like, it's just not grabbing my attention anymore. 
And I don't know what it is for them, but for me, I just don't feel like the grind is mandatory, right? Because I know, I know when the next DLC comes out, I'll be able to level up fast again anyway. Do you know what I mean? Instead of well, that that's see that's okay. The, the I'm sorry to interrupt again. No, you're good. The it's it's the 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 leveling system, the progression system of Destiny is broken. The 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 ways in which to accelerate your character in order to keep you playing is a half-ass thought process. It's not a fully a fully uh, detailed leveling system. They just kept putting band-aids on top of band-aids to to make things necessary for you to grind. Okay. Like there's a level, then there's a light level. Then there's a percentage of what damage you do depending on who you fight. So the level doesn't mean anything. It's just a, it's just a mix of things. It's not a true leveling system. And and to be honest, I don't even think they needed to have a, a light leveling system. I think all they needed to do was use level, just the level. Yeah, it's it's That's very it. it's very kind of convoluted. With their, I've always hated the light level level system. I just didn't. I never understood it. It just it was stupid. And they've always kind of changed it and 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 whatever else. All they have to do they've is never agreed. Yeah, they just don't know what they they just don't know what they want to do. Um, so Destiny itself is it's good, and it's everything that I wanted two years ago, three years ago, and now that it's here, I'm like, eh, I'm moving on, right? Right now, now you have Destiny fatigue. Right, whatever. Yeah, I have Destiny fatigue. Whatever, whatever, whatever the case is. So. I'm a little, I'm a little um, underwhelmed, right? So there's plenty of things to chase. There's new exotics to chase. There's new everything to chase. But when Bungie fixes stuff, they go from one extreme to the other. Example. So they're talking about the Malfeasance quest. If you don't know what this is, Sarge, it's an exotic. Excuse me, it's an exotic weapon. That uh, has been in the game for a couple weeks, right? Uh, that you you try to get it now. The the way the only way to get this quest is to play Gambit, which is their new game mode. Okay, now I get it. PvP in this this time around sucks. Before I continue on with Gambit, let me just tell you, PvP they changed PvP from D one, which I liked in D one, to PvP in D two, which is four v four. Okay, but then they changed it now to six v six. But all the maps are created. For four v four, you see the problem. Do you, do you see the problem, Sarge? It went from six v six in D one to four v four in D two. Then they raised it to six v six, but all the maps have designed in D two are for four v four. It's just very. It's not. It's not. It's not fun. It's just not a fun time going in 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 PvP. I know there's people out there, and I'm very. And, and it's just me, right? Uh, it's just me. But my outlook of it is. It sucks. It's it's in a bad spot right now, PvP, okay? I mean, it takes five minutes to get into a match, okay, in between matches. It takes so long to find people to play with. It's a problem, okay? Gambit's the same way, solo queue. Solo queue is, is absolutely... Be- is, is that because they separated the servers? Is that because I, they separated regions? I, I don't think it's enjoyable because of the way the, the layouts of the maps are, and now it's 6v6. Like, I like 6v6, but there's just something off about the game modes and stuff right the new game mode breakout whatever they did is broke basically it was just like rift where people were getting pushed back into their own spawn point and people were just getting murdered 
right? So they just don't really, they, well, they're not so thinking getting, getting about their pinned, game modes. Yeah, but getting pinned does not mean bad map design. Getting pinned oh. means your team. No, 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 no. Together. This, this, this game mode is literally broken. They haven't thought of it through at all. That's why Rift wasn't a big thing in D1 because people would get their ass pushed in because they, they just didn't do it correctly. The, the maps are too small for what the event is supposed to be. There's, you can't have one point in the middle to take over, okay? The reason capture points work is because if someone takes all the points over, you're going to be able to spawn somewhere else in the map to get back in to, to take over stuff. When something is taken over in the middle and there's only one spot to get, okay, if everyone hunkers down and covers all the spots, you can't get back in there. You're just you're just pinned. You're pinned and you're screwed, right? They haven't thought there. They haven't thought it through for for that game mode. So that's that's another problem with PvP. Now Gambit solo queue is absolutely miserable, and I play a lot of solo queue, so I know. Okay, you have people that steal your moats from you. It's a team based game, Sarge. It's a team based game. Okay, you have people that steal their moats from you. They don't know when to turn their moats in. They wait until they turn the moats into too late, right? They're 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 not doing anything. They're getting killed. They they have full moats and they go through the gate to go kill somebody, okay, and then lose all the moats on that side. Okay. It's complete idiotic idiocy idiocy. Okay. Like it's so but, it's so bad but at times. But but that's not that's not game that's not game mechanics. That's individuals not learning how to play the game. Correct. But it's very when you're not playing with a with an actual team, it's terrible. Now I played the other day. With Ham and Brain, it was only two, uh, three of us out of the four that were communicating. We dominated over the other team. Dominated. It was a much better experience when you play with a full crew than if you play solo queue. And it shouldn't be that way, right? People should okay, know so how this, to play the game. No, no, I get it. But see, but this is this is a, a microcosm of the game in general, okay? This, this, is, this is why the conversation comes back over and over again is developers want their game to be in the hands of as many people as possible right right whereas before you made a game for a specific group of people like we're going to make an rts or we're going to make a first person shooter right and so that's your clientele like you want the first person people right so i make a game and that group of people who knows how to play first person shooters plays this game to death because we made a good game a good gun mechanics it's got good bells and whistles people team match and they're in it okay I get to make a game where I want as many people as possible to play my game right. and no one knows how to understand the game, right? The pool becomes watered down. You don't have a lot of uh, a lot of people joining in teams that know how to play, even after a game's been out for a year. Like, I, I, I'm for one that I, I get upset because I don't understand how any any gamer, like, I don't care how old you are, if you're 16, 18, 24, 34, 48, I don't care. I said, if you've been playing a game for over a year, okay, the games, the game uh, options are still there, and you don't know how to play the game yet. You're well, a fucking tool. Yeah, but Gambit, Gambit, tool. Gambit's only a month old. Gambit's only a month old. So I get it. But your other game versions, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. They tell you, they spend a whole month telling you what the game's like. They tell you what you're supposed to do in the game. This is how you win the match. And you still got the guy screaming, I like baloney, just running around. <laughs> right. 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 I'm gonna collect, I'm gonna steal your moats. I'm gonna jump through the gate because I don't care. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna lose the moats, lose not kill anybody, die, and now I can't we can't we can't spawn our own well, guy well, because the, you lost one Like the, it's just idiot. The worst idiocy. part, the worst part is when you shoot somebody, let's say I have three moats. I need two more moats to get a five, okay, to put a, a small a small blocker in. Okay. Someone else doesn't have any. 
you kill something, they run in and grab the two extra motes that you need. Now they have two, you have three, nobody can do anything because you're not summoning anything, you're not doing anything, you're literally just wasting but, the time. But why isn't it why isn't it banked? Why 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 do we have to make it harder on ourselves in this kind of match? If you pick it up or I pick it up and we put it into the bank, no, it no, just no. adds up. It just adds up until something comes out. But it does add up once you deposit in the bank. But if I have yeah. three motes on me and you have two on you, I deposit three. Okay, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't send anybody over. It just deposits three. Okay, you have to hit the right. you, you, so have, you, to, you, you have to hit the it. threshold, which is five. Yeah. Okay, then the medium blocker is ten, and then the large blocker is fifteen. So if you're getting three and the other guy's stealing two and then there's another no guys to kill what was the point of that right it's in not efficient it's not efficient right so that's another problem with gambit maybe 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 it's because uh, i have a certain personality or 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 maybe i have a certain demeanor when i play certain games but i i play to win right especially if it's a especially if it's a competitive game especially if it's labeled you gotta win someone gotta lose if you're not playing to win I don't understand why you're in the game. So so here's another thing, right? So the Malfeasant quest that you need to get, you have to go against this primeval, which we all call the meatball. It's the end boss from the main campaign. Yeah, well, it, meatball's a good name. It's a meatball the with anus. tentacles. It's an anus, the but anus. yeah. Anus. All right. So what happens with this quest? What, what's happened in, with this quest? Some people have been getting this... Uh, that's a good one, butthole. Some, some people have been getting this butthole, like one match. Three matches, their first their first match that they play, they get it. Now, when it shows up, it, it appears on both sides, right? It appears on both sides. Once it appears, you have to beat it. If you lose, that's your chance gone. So let's say you're on chance 50. It showed up. You played 50 matches. You showed up, and now you lose because your team is a bunch of tools. And they don't know how to play, and you get melted. That's gone. Your chance is gone to, to find the meatball, Okay. So a lot of people were bitching because they couldn't get the exotic, right? An exotic is supposed to be hard to get, okay? That's just to get the quest. Then you have to go back into Gambit and do a lot of stuff in for, for the quest line inside Gambit, okay, for the grind. So Bungie decides to fix this by saying, hey, it's going to drop more frequent. It's going to come in more frequent. And by week three, because it's on a three-week rotation, Okay, as the Dreaming City changes, by the three weeks of the Taken taking over the, the, the area, it'll be easier for the butthole to show up, for the meatball to show up in, in Gambit. Now, during week three, it shows up literally once a match, basically. There's three games in a match, or is it one three matches in a game? I've, how, do you, how, do you, how would you do that? If you have to play three, it's the best out of three, right? So it's the best out of three. A one, match... A match is one on game. On, on, the on the vocabulary you're using. A whole game is whoever wins two out of three matches. Correct. Okay, so it, it will happen. Is a game. Right. So the, game. The, the, the three week, in the, in the third week, it will it will appear once per game. Guaranteed. Okay. So one out of the, one out of the three matches, the, the meatball is going to show up. Correct. One out of three right? matches, he's going to show up. Okay. This sounds like a this sounds like another one of those broken RNG moments. Right. So here here's the thing, right? And I I'm okay with them saying by week 3 he shows up. I think it's a little too too frequent, right? But anyway, like I don't have it. I don't have the gun, I don't have the quest, I don't have it. Okay? So I'm not, yes, but, are you, but are you but are you crying? No, I'm not crying. What I'm saying is oh, it's okay. it's an exotic weapon, okay? It's supposed to be hard to get. It's a grind. That's right. 
The game's only right. been out a month, okay? That's right. But everybody wants the goddamn thing now, right? So now, now Bungie went from the far left where some people played 200 games. Or I'm sorry, 200 matches, right? 200 matches, okay? All day, right. basically. Never showed up. It never showed up. And if it did show up and they lost, that was it. That was their shot at, at but getting you're, it. But you're right? really good at Gambit now. Right. Now you understand how to play Gambit, so maybe you'll you'll bank right. those moats alike, right? You, right. You can bank those <laughs> moats now. You know how to play Gambit now. Right. And then other people are getting it within two seconds, right? So that that's the issue. So Bungie decides— it's just, it's just a— the RNG is broken. It's always been broken. So Bungie decides I don't, I don't to, understand, to, to take the I dial. I don't understand how a, 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 coded, a coded game, a dial is this broken in a game where I can't institute a value of something to appear in a game within a normal, within a normal spectrum. Right. Right, but Duplass, the, the, like problem, how, the problem how, is the boss. I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a programmer. I get it. Okay? I, I understand that. I might not be understanding a lot. Right. Okay? <laughs> that if you put values in and it says... Uh, one out of every thirty matches, the meatball right. is going to show up. Thirty matches, right? And every thirty matches that are played, a meatball should just appear. And right. somebody's game, somewhere. right? Meaning, a meatball just meaning, appears, right? Meaning, but apparently, right? That doesn't work. It right. doesn't work that way. Look, a, di a, a dial is zero to a hundred. Okay, and right now they had it like on point one. Okay, for the meatball yeah. to drop, right? And yeah, now they're like, meatballs. and now they're like, now it's free meatballs. right? Free meatballs, right? Free meatballs free for everybody. Meatballs. No. Right. So, I, I, I just don't. See, it, it, the gamers are ruining their own games. I, I, when you when you bitch about something to get it fixed, it should be something worthwhile, right? Not because you're trying to get something because you're crying because you can't get it, even though it doesn't matter if you get it because it's just another thing to get in the game, right? If you just right? play the game on, on your on your trophy list, right? Like eventually you'll get it, right? I'm playing the game. I love the game. I'm still playing the, game. but you're still playing the game, right? Oh, hold on a second, Sarge. Your your volume went out. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Talk now. So what's so what's the big deal, whether or not you get it or not, because you played two hundred matches? Like I don't understand <clears throat> the I don't understand the entitlement of a of a of a random quest appearing. Like right. everybody wants percentages. Everybody <clears throat> wants the numbers. Well, everybody wants here, answers. Like it's just something that'll happen to you eventually. Here, here's. You like yeah, but here's the problem now, right? So now if everybody can get it real easily, right? And this was the thing to this is one of the reasons to play Gambit, right? Right. It was it was the carrot in Gambit to play right. to try to play it. Now, if it happens easy and everybody can get it, once they get it, what's the point There's of play, play Gambit? What's the reason to, play, reason Gambit? to play Gambit? Exactly. Right? But, but that's but this is why this is why I'm saying their own complaints destroy their own game. Right. Like it's a reason to play Gambit, okay? It's just a reason to play. That's why it's in there because they knew that if they didn't put something, think about it, right? Okay, this has been going on a long time. Right. If they didn't put that in the game, okay, if they didn't put it in Gambit, after you played Gambit a few times, like maybe like let's say you play a hundred a hundred games of it, okay, which is like three hundred matches, okay, and you're like, I'm good, I'm good for now. But they say no. We're gonna put we're gonna put a exotic quest in Gambit, and so that gives you something to keep going back to. Not every fucking day, not right. every minute right. of the day because you're off from school. It's a three day weekend, but like it's just there. Right. So like you get home one day, you're calling. Hey, you know what? Let me do a couple more matches of Gambit. I haven't got the quest yet. Right. I, That's not an answer. 
That's not an answer to these gamers. But the answer is, I gotta have, I gotta have the, I gotta have the Maleficent, the Maleficent. I don't understand why I can't get it. What's the percentage drop? Right. I need to have it now. Why? It's, what are you what are you gonna do with it? It's it's just a problem because when when they fix something like this, and I'm okay if they take the dial and they just move it up a little bit, right? They they go from point one to like twenty, right? No, they take it and they jerk it all the way over to the other side, and now free meatballs, right? Free meatballs for everybody, okay? Now the the rewards and stuff in Gambit are still hard to get, like the the different things that drop from the thing. Okay, but the Maleficent quest is now guaranteed from from the main boss. So the, the easier to get than the harder weapons in the game. Right, you're, I don't know what's happening to Discord. Right as you make your point, okay, it always just and you robot out. Okay, I don't know what's happening. So, yeah, the problem the problem is them adjusting the way they do. Okay, and that's the problem. And the gamers don't realize it because when they when they get what they want when the gamers are protesting and they're like i want my meatball i want my maleficent now they give it to them and they're like well gambit's stupid it's done I, I, there's no reason to play uh, mark, it. mark right mark down the day right now right it's mark like down the day they mark they, down how many people are playing gambit right now and let's watch the drop off now now another reason to to play is to get the power gear now some of the power gear that's happening lately Okay, it's happened to me multiple times. Okay, I, I try to show it to Bungie, and Bungie said, "Well, no, your light level is five twenty-two, so that's why you weren't getting your spots." I'm like, "No, no, I got a five eighteen, okay, and my light level was five twenty-two, meaning I should have gotten at least a five twenty-three drop or five twenty-two, right?" But they 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 thought they were okay. They were like, "No, no, that's the way your light level is," and I'm like, "Okay, great." So now I'm in the five sixties and five seventies. Okay, I go into Crucible. I play an hour and 20 minutes, okay, for Crucible. I get my power gear. I open it up, and it's six light levels lower than my light level, not the gear, that's, right? That's not, not the gear, right? Like, my gear is like 580, okay? No, no, I get it. But my light level is 576, okay? So I'm like, okay, I understand that I got a thing, and it should be... You know, it's just so bad that my RNG is bad. So my my primary, I got a primary, but I already have a high primary, right? But no, I'm getting a, I'm getting a primary, but it's six levels lower than my actual light level, which is eight lower than my actual gun that's in the spot. And I'm like, so I literally wasted an hour and a half of my time, okay? And that's my big problem with with games like this is you have to respect the player's time, okay? We talked about it a couple of weeks ago about the well, they are they are free meatballs. That's, that's, right, the that's, free that's how they that's how they fix that's how they fix listen i told you before i know you want to hold on to everything because you're a good hoarder i think you should burn every weapon you have I every weapon you have in your in your in your burn it all get rid of every weapon until all you have left is the highest numbers you have on you and there's no low numbers anywhere no 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 it automatically it puts it, it automatically puts the highest level in there right especially no no it does because i i do it myself right so i have dim which is the destiny item manager and you click on it, and it literally, on your character, it'll equip the highest gear on you. And then I open my stuff because I don't, I don't trust them saying that it goes through your vault and it goes through everything else to to do it. I put all the high gear on me, and then I open up the stuff. Honest to God, okay, it's still giving lower light level, and that's 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 a problem. That's broke, okay. 
mind you that it shouldn't cheaper. give you it shouldn't give you more. it shouldn't give you okay if i have five armor pieces and they're all below like the light level okay and then i have a primary weapon that's three above my light level and then i open up a prime engram it shouldn't be a prime engram okay it shouldn't be my prime weapon engram it should give me it should know that this guy is missing okay his lowest numbers are his helmet his gauntlets his mark Okay, so when I open that prime engram, it should give me either a helmet, gauntlets, or a mark. Okay, so it's it's very it's very irritating when you take the person's time, okay, and just just shove it out the window. You're like, whatever. Again, master cores, okay, which are called infusion cores now. Whenever they change it, whatever. There's a problem here because before they do this change, the only way to get master cores is either to get a master weapon, break it down, and you might get one to three whatever master cores, okay? Or if you buy them from Spider. If you buy them from Spider, it's ten legendary shards, okay, to get one master core. Then it goes up to 20, then it goes up to 40, then it goes up to 80. Okay, now. I just keep buying them. It sounds, it sounds simple for you if you've been grinding and playing, right? But if you're a person, and I'm not this person, but I'm I'm standing up for these people because I know a lot of people that only have two to three hours to play a week. Okay, if they go do a strike, if they go do their 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 nightfall, if they go do a, a mission, a lost sector, whatever, they might get a legendary gear, which then they break down and they'll get three legendary shards from that one purple that they break down. Okay, now if a lost sector takes them, let's you say get a, you get a purple. You get a purple what? You get a purple what every, every let's say ten minutes. About let's say a purple every ten minutes, right? Let's just say every ten minutes you get a purple. Okay, so you you go is through. That, is that accurate? No, no. I'm this is I'm just you giving you. Every... I'm just giving you my example here. I'm giving this is very this is I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Every ten minutes you get a legendary. Okay, with 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 orbit moves and going to different missions and waiting in between, you can maybe get four legendary gear to break down an hour. Okay. After you wait in orbit and, and move around, right? Travel points, whatever else. So okay. you can do you can forty minutes of sixty. You're you're actually getting a purple weapon. Okay, you break those weapons down. That's twelve shards. Twelve shards. Okay, you can now go take those twelve shards that you've wasted forty minutes to an hour. Okay, to to spider to buy one master core. Okay, now to buy another master core, I need twenty legendary shards so now i need to do double what i just did okay just to get one more master core okay and then if i want a third master core i now have to do it three times the amount i just did which we're already up to four and a half to five hours which is two hours more than i can play in it's, the week it's manufactured it's called manufactured obsolescence right which is two more they, hours they don't, they don't want you they don't want you being able to bang out master cores and do what you want to do correct they, they want to make which, it special which way. would be fine let me ask you this question does it reset every day it resets every day does, it the doubling of the yes of the best every day yeah but even so if it was set every day and i only played two three hours a week okay it wouldn't matter because i can only get one master core a day Right, so per week I can only get one. So I have to right. wait three weeks now. So if I wait, I play three hours a day or three hours a week. I get my master core. Let's say I get two master cores. I can get two master cores. I have to wait till the following week to get two more master cores, and then I can infuse my weapon, which costs three master cores to infuse. Okay, so I went up five five points 
Okay, because I'm going to take this gun and infuse it into this gun. And it went from like 570 to 575 because that's the weapon I want to use. And it took me only three weeks to do it. Right now, mind you, a lot of Game's people. not for you. Now, a lot of people. Not for you. A lot of people that play, play hardcore. They play six hours, seven hours, eight hours, ten hours. You can't look at streamers. Okay, you can't look at streamers. You got to look at the average gamer. And the average gamer plays six to eight hours a week. Okay, six to eight hours a week. Okay, so if Destiny is their main game, okay, it's taking them two weeks to get enough Master Cores to infuse their weapon once, okay? That's just to infuse it. That has nothing to do with Master Cores or Masterworks. Now, Masterworks, if you want to get a, let's say, let's just say, first of all, if you're if a person that only plays eight hours a week, it's going to take you eight months, nine months to get to level 600 if you only play eight hours a week, Okay. That, that's it right then on top of that if you want to do masterworks if you do masterworks <laughs> it takes 17 master cores to do masterworks to get it up to max level okay if it takes you three hours to get three master cores and you have to get 17 to do one weapon that's absurd it's absurd so they have to yeah, have but, but that's because but that's because they want you to they, they want you to keep playing just because they, you've got to play right you the the arguments that you are making as well as the people who cry is for 80 percent it's for 80 percent of the is, population of the game is is because of the fact that you want this game you, you think that that this game i don't have a problem a with single it. player no they think it's a single player game and it has an end right like you're gonna get to the end the mission's over i'm the hero the enemy's dead and we move on to the next game destiny is not like that correct it's an online destiny service game yep Destiny is an online service game that goes on and on and on until people stop playing it and they have to close the doors and shut it down. Right, okay? but usually there's a good so, balance between but, with, with the currency. The mentality, the mentality of people who want to get everything immediately after the fucking DLC just dropped. It's been a month. Okay, relax, play the game. You obviously like it because you're still playing it. So play the game. I, I've said from the beginning, I said that the leveling system, the, the layers of the onion and the mechanics in Destiny are broken. Right. I, I wonder, I wonder who they watch, who they looked over, which companies, what games get their ideas of a leveling system and a, and, and a gradual power leveling of their character. Like, who did you look at? Yeah. Did you look at any game ever? They wanted to do their own thing. Now I get it. It's their own thing. It was their own baby. It was something brand new. Remember, guys, this game has no category. This game is the beginning of a new category. Okay? And so people are playing. This has been a giant testing ground for anybody else coming out with a game like Destiny. Right? And so you guys are the, the, the guinea pigs of all the games that are to follow. Now, you see it. By playing it, I stopped playing. I can't do it. It, it ruins sci-fi for me. It's ruining it. So I had to stop. Right. Okay. But the the inner workings of a leveling system and a power system don't need to be so micromanaged. Like having to grind hours and hours for a point, a point and a half in order to get the light level or power level, whatever level you guys want to call it now, in order to do what with? Like if I'm if I'm two points higher. Does that mean I get to kick somebody's ass? No. Right. It's it's the it's the content of why I'm getting what I'm getting. 
see in my mind a proper destiny leveling thing would be that like you said i find the gun up the gun right right like not not just the category of gun i level up the gun i like that right however i think that you have the gun it has some perks on it you could put an extra perk on it but i think you can find the mods as you play the game does this scope go on this gun does this thing go on here and i'm building the weapon okay and it makes the weapon more proficient when i play with it not the fact that i, I i'm three levels away from this guy so i'm doing 10 percent damage like that right. to me doesn't make any sense right you can just remove power level you can leave the regular level and just go by that right i like to fight things that are two or three levels higher than me with a better gun right because you get better loot like in every other fucking game imaginable okay but the bullet sponge that is destiny drops random loot with random numbers in random order spots for you to get right? random spots. In, in order for you to go up my minuscule in order for you to feel a sense of progression for your character when in reality the progression really is i'm just playing the game i'm waiting for the next story they if, I, if, when we first played when we first played and you found a guy with a skull and crossbones on it I was excited. Right. I was excited to see an enemy that I couldn't kill. Right. And then I wanted to know what level I how do, how do I get there? Yeah. Right? Now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? Now it's this sick twisted percentage thing. Like if I if me and my buddies go into a strike and the one low guy is like eight or ten levels or excuse me, power levels lower, he can't do any damage to anybody. But he's using the same gun. Yeah, it's like I twenty am. levels, but yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, once again, it's not supposed to make sense, but you have to pick a side of the sci-fi you want to be on, right? The currency is broken if, this game right now. If your light level is your power, then the gun doesn't matter. It's it's the person wielding it, okay? Right. And so then, right, then the gun shouldn't matter. Like all guns do the same damage, right? Because it has to do with the power level, right? So if it's a submachine gun, it fires faster, it does less damage, but I have more bullets. It's a balancing act. I don't understand why... They decided to go, once again, the radical pendulum swung. Everything was for free. And now we're back to super grind fest. But a grind fest that doesn't lead to an actual goal. The, the grind, though. still just true. The grind right? is good. The grind is good. But the economy to get the grind is messed up. The economy is messed up. Real quick, let me go over the Festival of the Lost 2018. Um, so they're bringing back the Festival of the Lost. I believe it wasn't. Was it here last year? I don't remember if it was here last no, year. No, it wasn't. It wasn't here last year, right? Um, so it, they brought it back. Okay, so Amanda Holiday is going to be giving out some stuff. Um, the shipwright, Amanda Holiday, uh, they've decorated it nice. There's a couple of events going on. Um, new triumphs will be available to earn. Holiday will offer daily bounties and rewards for fragmented souls. These items can be used to purchase Festival of the Lost masks, as well as the Horror Story Legendary Auto Rifle. Uh, there's the auto rifle on screen. Looks pretty good. We don't know how it works or anything yet, but looks cool. So you get you get armor sets. You can get armor sets and, and stuff as well. Um, so there's also, they've taken the Infinite Forest, which I think this is cool. They're taking the Infinite Forest and they're making it like into a um, uh, an event, right? So this year, the Festival of the Lost brings in uh, not just masks. For a limited time, all players in Destiny 2 are invited for Haunted Forest. Guardians have been tasked to clearing out the ghouls and, and the demons, which are spooky, uh, spooking up the storm. Uh, you'll have 15 minutes to dive into this this area, 
uh, in the haunted forest and clear out as many nightmares lying in, in waiting, okay? So the deeper you go in, the better rewards that you'll get, right? So that's what you have to do. It's 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 like a horde mode, I guess. I don't know if there's an actual end to it. You have 15 minutes to see how far or deep you can go into the actual uh, infinite forest. So that's cool. So if the... So the, the bigger the bigger weapons, you, the more power you have, the faster you can kill guys, so the deeper you can go. Right, right. Um, so it's also, most players uh, Forsaken have already won the Justice of Cade 6, but near the conclusion of the Festival of the Lost, they'll be called out more, once again, for an, uh, to avenge the fallen friend, Master Ives, uh, which was the guy who, if you remember, Sarge, was in the Reef. He was the guy that did the the uh, Trials of Osiris. Uh, or I'm sorry. The trials, uh, he gave you the coins and stuff, right, um, in in the reef. So there'll be different things you can do. It says maybe someone wanted to settle an old score or lost their temper when receiving another edge transit. Whatever provoked you for the wrongdoing, justice may be served. So a little joke there. Um, treats for all. Along the festival uh, of, the, of the lost, uh, you'll get rewards. You get ships, sparrows, ghosts. Uh, they look pretty cool. They look pretty cool. I think this is... A, this is what I like, right? This is this is another thing that hey, come on back. They know people are losing kind of interest. Uh, get get these ships, get these ghosts, get it's these only stuff. Been a month. Yep. So, but it's people only been one month. People are people are playing the the hell out of it, man. Um. So there's more emotes and 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 engrams and stuff for Bright Dust that you can get, and some dance moves. You got a musical instrument, and uh, that's the Festival of the Lost. So I remember two years ago it was the Festival of the Cost. And now this year it's back to Festival of the Lost. They're putting a new game mode in there, right? So you can get some rewards. You get some ships. You get some stuff. You get some new gear. You get armor. You can get uh, new guns. This is something I like to see. This is the things that we've been asking for for Bungie uh, the, all these past uh, these past years. So, again, all my complaints about Bungie right now are not nearly as bad as they were in years prior. It's a really good game. It's a fun game. If you're a person that didn't play and now you're getting into Forsaken, there's so much to do. But for Bungie, there's still problems there that lie that lie in there for the currency. Like you can't ask somebody your 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 core group, your core players, the the one the one percenters of the of the of the one percenters are the ones that you watch on Twitch. They're playing ungodly hours. Okay. But the 80%, 85% of the population that plays this game only plays an average of like six hours a week. And to ask them to do that, that's only three master cores. And they want to upgrade their guns and gear, and they're running out of stuff. And it's just, it's hard for them to progress in the game. Because if you can't use the guns that you want to use, and you're using shitty guns, and you can't upgrade them. And then if you get screwed on a power engram, you've you've lost an hour and a half. If I only have three hours to play, and I lost an hour and a half, and I didn't get a power gear to go up a level, I've basically wasted my week. Where I can't go up a level, right? Okay, so that's but that's what I, that's what I'm saying. It's that system is broken, right? You have, you have two you have two categories, and that's really all there is. You have the hardcore people, and you have casual people, right? The casual people say I can't get the stuff that everybody else is getting because I can't put the hours in. And my answer to that is, so what? Right? It's not. This is. There's no finish line. No, but there, there the people. Not a, there's, it's not there's even about not, that though, Sarge. No, but. The people that are putting their time in are not getting what they're they're putting into getting out of what they're putting in, right? Someone that only plays three hours a week goes for power engrams. One, they can't even get to the Dreaming City yet, right? We're, we're, those are the big power engrams. They can't do Nightfalls yet because they, they, they're not high enough level yet, okay? And 
when they when they can get levels to get their power gear to go up, they're getting lower than their actual light level. So they're literally only they're wasting half of their time, if not all of their time, to try to go up a level, and then they don't get to do up a level. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. So they have to they have to fix the adjustment there. All right, moving on. I want to talk about Fortnite, not because of Fortnite, the new season or anything like that. Fortnite right now um, has seen a big diminish the last couple of months, right? The summer was over. School started back up. They went from 125 million concurrent players, okay, to 78 million, which is not that they're like, oh, no, Fortnite's going to fail. That's not what I'm saying here, right? So they, they went from... 125, 150 million to, to 78 million, okay? And that was in August. Now we're, September's passed, okay? They haven't had those numbers yet released, and we're in October, okay? Tonight, okay, tonight, Call of Duty comes out at midnight, right? Black Ops and everything, they start playing. BR is going to start playing the, with the next week. Everyone's going to go to that BR. The people that were looking for a BR game and didn't like PUBG, and they went over to Fortnite, are now going to drift over. So that's 78 million, okay, that people are playing right now for Fortnite. I think a good chunk of that, right, maybe even half, okay, of the 78 million is going to drop, and they're going to move over to Call of Duty, okay? They're going to well, move that's, over. That's, that's to be understood. Right. Call of Duty's coming out. They're, they're going to move over to Call of Duty, and they're going to start playing the, the crap, okay, out of, uh, out of uh, the Battle Royale blackout over there. Now, on top of that, Minecraft which right now is still the number one game in the world for concurrent players, okay? Now, I know everyone's like, well, not on Twitch. On Twitch, uh, on Mixer, Minecraft's not even in the top 10. Well, calm down there, okay? Stat nerds, okay? Because Minecraft has 91 million concurrent players, okay? 91 million, which is... 17 more million. That's a different age bracket, though. That's a different age Correct, bracket. which is almost in the same age bracket as Fortnite, right? But now, Minecraft is coming out with a new game mode, which is sort of like Diablo, okay? It's called Minecraft Dungeons. It's a new game coming out, okay? And it's that's what it is. It's Diablo, but in Minecraft, right? So you're going to be going through dungeons, getting new gear, new armor, and all this stuff. Now, I see a big chunk of of growth going back into Minecraft because of a game mode like that. Okay. Now, Fortnite is on a downward. Minecraft's on the upward and Call of Duty's on upward. What does this mean, do you think? Okay. Now, I understand, like I, like I said, I don't think Fortnite's dead in the water and they're not going to make any money or anything like that. But what do you think they have to do to keep the numbers within, like, 50 million, 60 million? Like, what... Do they have to do their game to compete with these new BRs and these new... I mean, Minecraft is just a, a force to be reckoned with in general, right? With 91 million concurrent players all the time. So, what do you think, Sarge? Well, let's let's just, just run the facts, right? The facts are that everybody gets bored of the games regardless. Right? You can only play a BR game for so long before you want something new anyway, no matter how fun it is, considering that the game wasn't actually a BR game to begin with, Right. They had the numbers high because they they trumped PUBG. It was during the summer where all the kids were out. The kids liked the bright colors. The kids liked the animated uh, characters in the game, and that's why they played it. And so now you have Call of Duty coming out. Minecraft's probably going to do... And I don't... 
you can come out with other stuff, but I don't think it's going to peak higher than what it was. I'm not going to be able to maintain those kind of numbers because you have a, you have a population divide between other games that are coming out. And if you have the same type of game in there, if I've got a BR inside Battlefield and I got a BR inside Call of Duty and I got BR inside these other games, right? Battlefield, and I can just play B and I can just play, I could play BR on some other game. I don't have to keep playing Fortnite all the time. You can't maintain those kind of numbers forever. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll, they'll stay high. I'm sure it'll be what you want to call a, a, a high concurrent number for uh, maybe the next number of months, but there's no way they're going to peak above where they were. I think they have to, what what I think Fortnite has to do, if we'll see in the next couple of months what the numbers that Call of Duty does and all these other BR games, but Call of Duty is the big kid on the block, right? They're going to maintain some good numbers. If Fortnite, Fortnite doesn't have to compete with PUBG anymore. Now they have to compete with PUBG and Call of Duty, okay? Screw Battlefield 5 and stuff like that. I'm talking about Call of Duty, the mass numbers that people play that game in general and now they're putting a br game and br is like the number one new genre game on the planet okay i think fortnite has to put in some new game type modes or some different maps now i know they're changing the map up okay but i really think they need a second map now if they do that though it has to be on like a rotation because if they just put a new map in and you get to choose what map you want to play the old map is going to be deteriorating right and everyone's going to want to play the new map only that's how but that's how it works i know that so if they do implement a new map they're going to have to put it on a rotation so you play the old map you play the new map um and 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 whatever that is the only type of thing that i can come up with that fortnite keeps the concurrent viewership uh moving forward that and maybe lowering the price and having sales of the skins and such going forward because if they if they do bring down the skin prices or maybe the uh, the season pass or the annual, but not the season pass. Yeah, it's a season pass. The what, what what is the pass called, guys? I haven't played Fortnite in a while. It's it's the pass that you buy for the week. I forget what it's called. It's got a certain name for it. Anyway, um, battle pass. Thank you very much, Duplass. So I think that if they lower the battle pass price, the induct you know, the inducted price to get in, I think that's another way they can get uh, the money to stay. Well, let's 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 be honest. They made they've made the money that they wanted to make that they they were oh they've, get, they've they, they, they have <laughs> they've they made, made more money in this one money. year oh yeah they've made more money yeah. in this year than most they companies will see money. in the lifetime absolutely right so at this point I'm, I'll I'll say it again they're not going to be able to maintain these numbers this is this is this is the direction it's going to go the more games that come out now that have a br mode in there people the population divides this is how it goes and then eventually how many different versions of br can you play and then VR will be done just like everything other uh, any other game mode right where people right. will play it but it's not going to be 128 million concurrent all year long right right so I don't know that's why I just wanted to bring that up a little bit because everyone's like well Fortnite's the best game on the planet it's the most people play it if you look at Twitch yes if you look at Mixer yes if you look at these streaming platforms yes if you look at your your goddamn feed and YouTube yeah, Fortnite's everywhere, but Minecraft is still the king on the block. They're still maintaining the, those numbers, and now with this new dungeon mode coming out, it seems like a pretty good, pretty good deal uh, to be in Minecraft. All right, so the next topic I want to talk about, we're going to talk about Microsoft for the next uh, couple stories here. So Microsoft is coming out. Let me let me bring this. Hold up. Oh no, no, no. Pause that. So Microsoft is 
working on this cloud. We talked about it a couple episodes ago, right? They're working on a cloud service system where basically they could, it's like the Game Pass stream and maybe the next Xbox might be only streamable where it's only the Game Pass Xbox. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's all going to be streaming service. They're talking about, is this the right, is this the right one? I'll try to think if they had it look like a, an actual like ad. Okay, here. This is an actual video. We'll t- we'll talk about this. Uh, here we go. We'll play. Cloud engineers are building a game streaming network. I'm gonna do the audio and not that video. Gaming on any device. There's two billion gamers in the world. Can you guys hear that? Some okay. Some of them have a PC. Some of them have a console. Some of them have a smartphone. Some of them have all three. What if everybody in the world could play Halo? What if everybody in the world could play Red Dead Redemption? Everybody in the world could play it's the a little games. loud. What would we have to do in order to make that possible? In order to do that, we believe we need to build a game streaming service. We see game streaming yeah, as a great technology, giving you access to the games that you want to play on the device that you want to play them on. Being able to compute in the cloud and then stream to whatever device I'm on, allow me to play with anybody. That's powerful. When you think about any other form of media, the idea that it's locked to one device is is just totally absent. I want to be the center of my world, um, and I want the devices around me and the services around me to be available wherever I want them to be. What does it mean to completely change the paradigm of how we play? The first thing people say is, you're crazy. You can't build a service like that. What about latency? What about the level of detail? What about the richness of the game? Is my experience going to get degraded? We are a gaming company with content and community, and we happen to also have a great, strong first-party cloud in Azure. Makes us uniquely positioned here. Azure supports 54 regions in 140 countries, and we're going to build hardware to deploy into those data centers. We have our first rack of console hardware in the data center in Quincy today. We've taken an existing Xbox console, we've broken it out into its component parts, and can actually build a single blade unit that can host multiple Xbox systems at one time. So we've actually built not just the blades themselves with the boards inside, but all the infrastructure associated with it. We have- Microsoft got big things, man, I'm telling you. We're readying the data centers, we're readying the network, we have increased bandwidth, We're introducing new ways to do video encoding and decoding. We are going to be pushing the edge of what's possible, even with 5G, which hasn't been deployed worldwide yet. So how real is it? The first time I played Forza on my Android phone, it was just amazing. You're playing your favorite game and it's streaming. You'll be able to play with an Xbox One controller connected via Bluetooth. And if you don't have a controller, you'll be able to play with our touch input controls. I'm a huge console gamer, but now when I'm done with the console or my son walks into the room and he wants to play something else, I don't ever have to stop gaming because I'll be able to game the games that I love on every device that I own. As we think about this next step for us, the idea of putting the gamer at the center it's critical to how we goal ourselves. It's an Android phone. They said it was Android. We love the device that we build, our, our Xbox consoles. We want those to be world-class, the best place to play. Consoles are still going to be a flagship experience. You know, you're going to have that immersive 
high fidelity experience with your amazing sound systems. It's all right there. But we know not everybody on the planet is going to go buy a gaming console. It's actually about choice for you. It's amazing for traditional console players because it gives them another place to play. But what's incredible is for the people who haven't been introduced to this type of gaming. People who've never seen a franchise like Halo or never seen a franchise like Gears. It's pretty amazing. We have it up and running today. And when we have it just right, we're going to scale it out in an epic way and deliver it to the world. Okay. That is a lot of information <laughs> to take in right there. Okay. Now, I don't want to say I told you so, but once again, I've called this two years ago when I said Xbox is not even going to make a console anymore. I said they're just going to to your television, to whatever. Okay. Now, I didn't call this streaming thing, but I did say that there was that one streaming service I called, I talked about back in 2000, uh, was it 15 when we first started the show? It's it called OnLive, right? OnLive, OnLive service, I think it was called. It was a streaming service back then, and it wasn't the best, but it was possible. Now you see what Microsoft is doing, right? Microsoft is buying all these companies up. Okay, these first they're trying to make more first-party titles. Most of everything you saw in that in that in that video was first-party titles, right? Forza, Halo. They showed Cuphead. Now is Cuphead part of their studio? Cuphead was on all platforms, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know if they bought them, but I saw Cuphead on the on the iPad being played. Halo, right? They showed they showed all the stuff that you want to play. See if these if they charge, like you don't have to buy a console anymore, right? Think about how many people don't own a console, right? That don't own a console that they can now wait. You have an iPhone? You have an Android device? Oh, you have an iPad? You have a, a whatever, a, a tablet? You have a TV? Bluetooth? Boom, stream it directly to whatever you want and you pay a monthly fee. Like you said, Sarge, 10 bucks, 15 bucks a month, whatever, right? It's amazing. It's a good It's a good thing. Meanwhile, PlayStation's going, I'm going to make another console. They're not getting rid of consoles, Xbox, but Xbox loses money. So does PlayStation. They lose money on all their consoles, right? They make money on the first-party titles and the accessories and, yeah. and the, and the first services. You get, first, you get rid of the actual discs by making you download them. Right. Then you get rid of the actual hardware, and now I just stream it right. broadband to my house. Right. But... Once again, everybody's got to have this kind of connection in their area well, of for this to work. Well, right. Well, if you don't, go buy a console, right? If you don't, go buy a console. But if you have the luxury of of getting the the service, why not? I, I when I was watching that video, I've seen it multiple times now. All I could think of is like, wow, I would love to play see these on my couch or when I'm on when I'm on travel, right? Or if I'm I'm out somewhere, I'm at the doctor's office. And I'm waiting in the in the goddamn waiting room for two hours. And you're still and you're still playing Fallout. Right, and I'm and I'm playing Fallout seventy six because I'm addicted, right? Or I'm playing Red Dead two, whatever. That'd be amazing. That'd be absolutely amazing. And I'm I'm telling you, man, Microsoft, even though they're losing this this decade to PlayStation, they have some. They're lining their cards up so nicely. They're buying companies out. They're making first party titles. They're they're taking all their resources. And they have better, bigger resources than what Sony has as far as this stuff because Microsoft is a software company. Sony makes hardware, okay? They make televisions, they make, but software is is Microsoft's thing, right? They make computers, they make software. They Bill Gates didn't become a billionaire because he made computers. He became a billionaire because he made software for your computer, right? And that's exactly what this is doing now for games, right? 
you're taking where you can take the games and put them on any platform you want. That's awesome. I think it's amazing. And I think going forward, yeah, Microsoft still doesn't have first-party titles. Crackdown's not out yet, and all these other games are half-assed games or whatever. But potentially, this could be a big a big swing here uh, in their favor. Hospitals usually have a shit uh, guest Wi-Fi. Yes, but if you have your own hotspot and stuff like that, you can still get good service, right? All right, so going from that, okay, plus you don't have to buy anything, right? You're just paying a monthly fee for that. Microsoft is picking up another company, okay? They're picking up Obsidian. Now, it's not official yet. It's like 90%, right? If you guys don't know who Obsidian is, they did Knights of the Old Republic 2. They've done um, Fallout New Vegas. They did um, uh, Eternity, Pillars of Eternity, okay? Pillars of Eternity. Yeah, Pillars of Eternity. Like, did I say did I say Fallout Vegas 2? I, I meant Fallout Vegas. Or you're, or you're saying they're doing Fallout Vegas 2. Um they're they're thinking about buying this up. Another another company they're buying up. They Jason Schreier said it's all but done. One of his sources said it's all but done. Um, but these deals can fall through at any moment, any time, right? They can just bail out and then it doesn't happen. So, do you think, Sarge, that this is a good deal for Microsoft and a good deal for Obsidian, or do you think this is like an EA scenario where Microsoft's going to buy up Obsidian and then just kind of throw them in the toilet? Like, do you think this is good for both parties, or do you think this is this is bad? The the issue that's that's going on right now is the reason why Microsoft said they want to buy up smaller development teams is because I think somehow they realize that smaller teams can create really good games and not be subjected to this whole um, publisher overriding the vision of the game. And then making them put stuff in the game that they don't want. Right. And so if Microsoft can get into a position where they have numerous small teams releasing games, then there's always a fresh game out every couple years because everybody's working doing their own title. You know what I mean? Right. So they're not saying, you know, you got to be done by Christmas. You know, they're, they're just saying, you guys go ahead and make your games. You let us know when they're ready and we're going to put them on the Game Pass thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's that's how it's going to be. They're 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 170 they, they player, want... uh, 170 employees at this at this uh, this company. So they are in that ballpark where Microsoft wants. I'm sure. I'm sure that there'll be some corrections. They'll 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 downsize some of the companies depending on how many people they have working on whatever they're doing. But I've been doing a lot of research, and smaller teams can do the same work as larger teams without all the efficiency problems and deadline problems and everything else because you've got a more cohesive we're working on a game all over the place right so heard that it'll go through i'm sure they're just the obsidian is probably looking for the right number yeah yeah they're looking at just trying to i'm pretty sure it'll go through so here's here's the thing right obsidian did fall out new vegas right they could be working on another Fallout yeah, Vegas. Buggy, it's a great game. Right. They they could still be working on something else for Bethesda. Who knows, right? Bethesda has a deal with Microsoft every once in a while. This is just me spitballing here. Do you see it possible down the line, right? Now, Microsoft's buying up companies, and Bethesda doesn't fit the profile because there are a lot of people there. But do you see Microsoft picking up, like EA would pick up BioWare like they did, 
Do you think Microsoft will purchase maybe five years from now, like Bethesda, to go underneath the Xbox Microsoft wing? I don't think I don't think Todd Howard and the rest of the people from Bethesda would want to sell to the Microsoft. I don't know. I mean, first of all, first of all, that number would be tremendous. Oh, and I think and I think if if Todd got that number, I think he'd walk. I. I think it'd be tremendous too, but I don't think it's anything that Microsoft couldn't afford, right? And then in the long run, uh, especially if they're coming out with Starfleet, right, and Elder Scrolls uh, Six, right, like that could be huge. Now, there's no. This is all speculation. Me just asking a question. What do you guys think in chat, right? Do you guys think that that's possible down the line? And I'm talking like down the line. We're talking like five years right? Minimum five years. Do you think Bethesda would sell to Microsoft and would that be good or would that be bad? Would you like them to pick him up? That's the, that's the question, Sarge. Would you like them to get picked up or would you think that'd be bad? They would. I don't think they would. You don't think they would? I think 100% that Microsoft would purchase Bethesda. 100% because Bethesda is one of those companies, man, that is like a rock star is like you know um god i'm trying to think of another cd project red you know what i mean like i could just see i don't know i think in the next five years i think microsoft makes a big purchase between either cd project red or bethesda and they're going to be exclusive for xbox because and then that would just be like the stick it to you type of thing to the other consoles especially what microsoft is doing right now with the with the streaming service and such i don't know it's it's something to, because I don't think Bethesda is ever going to sign with Sony, and I understand Bethesda wants to make as much money as possible by putting their games on PC and console, right? But until recent, crossplay wasn't possible, okay? But it was crossplay was possible on 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 Microsoft and Xbox crossplay play anywhere, uh, plus the Game Pass service. I don't know. I think, especially, it all depends on where it goes in the future with microtransactions and such. Um, which I kind of want to talk about next. The next topic I want to talk about, which wasn't in the which wasn't in the Discord, Sarge, is the Assassin's Creed Odyssey's out. It's getting really great reviews. It's getting like nines out of tens, nine and a halves, giant maps. We talked about it last week about being overwhelmed and stuff like that, right? Jim Sterling did a did a a video about how shit the game is because he's grossed out by it because of the microtransactions in the game. Now, Ubisoft says that the microtransactions are optional, it, it, it's not needed, and a lot of people that have played the game that I've talked to, that have put in 30, 40, 60 hours into the game, they said they've never really had the, had the case to purchase the boost to get up. One streamer said he, he, bought, he purchased the $10 boost because he wanted to get done with the game so he could go stream a different game. Right, like, because that's his business, right? That's his business. But that's the only reason he purchased it. Otherwise, he said I wouldn't have purchased it because I would just, I would just play that's the game. The only reason you need so, but people who want to get through a game quicker give you extra. So your game costs you seventy dollars, right? So my thing is, Ubisoft, what they're doing right now is basically the XP that you're getting is diminished by fifty percent. Right, and they charge a fifty percent boost, okay, if you pay ten dollars and then you can go up faster. 
which then we talked about this. So we talked about this exact, we talked about this exact moment. So basically what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is where does the line stop? This is a single player game. Now this is not a online service game. This is microtransactions in a single player game where the game doesn't get, doesn't get, uh, you know, maintained next year. There's another Assassin's Creed, right? Next, well, technically, no. Next year, there's no Assassin's Creed, but you know what I'm saying. They come 10 out bucks more to get through the game. But what I'm saying is, next year, usually there's an Assassin's Creed every year. Okay, this is a single player game that they've taken the difficulty level. Now, I think it would, without the microtransaction, it should work this way. You play on easy mode, you go up levels faster. You play on medium mode, it's like where you're at now, and if you play on hard mode, it's diminished even more because you're playing hard. You want to be a difficult to level up and stuff, right? That should be in the game already. They're taking stuff out of the game and charging you for it. So then why don't they just charge everyone $70 for the game? Right? Why don't they just charge $70 for the game? But, but that's but that's it. This is just another attempt, another option on how to squeeze some more money out of somebody. I told you when that first started, when Microtransit first started, all developers are gonna be trying new and different ways in order to squeeze some more money out of you per unit. That's what it is. You don't need to buy this. You don't need to buy the fucking XP booster. Just play the fucking game. The right. XP booster well, makes you play the game less. But what they did, the yeah. But, but what they did, Sarge, is okay. So, um, Layman's Gaming was talking about it. Okay, uh, Skilled Up was talking about it, uh, and he was saying that he played the game for sixty hours. Now he was at level, I think, thirty-two. Okay, and he couldn't do the next main story mission until he was like a level thirty-seven. Okay. So he had to play seven hours of side quests, okay, just to get up to do the next main story. So okay, okay, but now that argument only works if you tell me that a bunch of people did the exact same thing that he did. What he explained was he went through the main story, had and to didn't stop. do a lot of side quests. He had to stop and didn't, and and didn't do a lot of side quests. And then when he reached the part in the main story where he was too far behind, then he had to play catch up. Right. That's what happens when you do just main quest. And no side quests because you're trying to rush through the game. Right. That's what happens. But at the same time, don't you think you should be able to play the main story? Because the side quests are just side quests, right? Like, if you're a person that wants to dive in deeper and do the more lore and more stories, then you should be able to – you have the choice of going playing the side quests. But to play the main quest and get stopped by doing side quests for seven hours to then proceed to – was- that's your that's your fault because you no. decided to go all main all no, main no. story and no side quest. No, but what I'm saying to you is it like I it doesn't matter in the game if there's a hundred quests total. Okay, if there's a hundred quests total and and forty of them are side quests, and during the first thirty hours of gameplay, I decided to do mostly main and very little side quests, and then I reach a barricade because I'm not strong enough. That's because you haven't done enough other stuff in the world. Call the time gate. Yeah, but that's it happens in many games. Yeah, but many games I played, have this. I played Red Dead Redemption. I never had to do a side quest. I could play the main story full through. I played Fallout Four. I never had to do a side Red quest. Red Dead's not based on level. I never did Red, any Red Fallout. Dead's never based on Fallout level. Four. I played it through all main story quests. Didn't ever had to do a side quest. What I'm saying is, Fallout Four the enemies scale to you. So what I'm saying is though, they're taking this game, making it much more grindier. Okay, to then make you push the casual players again. I hate using that word, yeah, but the eighty percenters to, to buy it. The eighty percenters to get the boost to get through the game faster, right? They're like, oh, there's so much in this game, I can't get it finished, so I'm gonna have to pay ten dollars extra to get it done. 
right? So I'm saying to you is, as a game developer, if I made a game, okay, for casuals and for hardcore, the main story should be able to be beat without ever doing any side quests, okay? Just like Destiny. That's your opinion. No, just like That's Destiny. Just like Destiny, you can do all main stories. You never had to do any of the lost sectors. You never had to do any of the adventures. You could just do the main story, beat the game, be done, and move on if you're that type of person, right? There's no way in, in, in that game or Fallout 4 or Red Dead or any other game, CD Projekt Red, Witcher 3, you never had to stop playing the main story for three hours, two hours, to 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 gain up levels to go up to play the next main it, story. It's not about stopping. It's about you just you decided to go one way and you couldn't get enough XP from the main quest that you did in order to continue the story. I don't think you're 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 seeing what I'm saying though. Chad, do you understand? I am what... hearing you. I am hearing you. You believe you believe that I can be able to play through the main quest without doing any side quests if you if I have yeah, a level based. It, it should be a choice. It should be a choice. That's not how it works. That's how it works. They decide, every game they up decide, until this point, up until this point, it's how they, every game's ever no, worked. No, they decide. They decide that this you get this much XP from killing guys. You get this race. If by the time, hold on, you're you're making a point. You and stuff is a little too hard for you. Then that way you've got to do something else. It's a time gate. Yeah, but, right? but it, this is it a, happens in every game. If I decide, no. if I decide to run into a different direction and I'm not strong enough to go there, I get killed easily. That's how it works. No, you're, but right? you're, you're supposed to progress through the game. All... They made it artificially grindy. You're talking about two different things. They made it artificially grindy, yeah. in order for people to want to buy an XP booster. Right. No, no. They made it artificially grindy, and you can't do the main story until you go do the quests, and they give you such little, gr such little experience doing those quests that they make you do the boost. Is what I'm saying. They don't have an option to just play the game how they want. Again, they take the option away from the player. It's optional. Player's choice. But it's not player's choice. Because if it was player's choice, I could just play through the main campaign and be done with the game. Instead, I go, I play 10, 10 main story quests. And then I have to, I can't do number 11 until I play 30 side quests to get to 11. That, to me, is 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 Artificial grind. It's artificial grind. Artificial, it's never, it's never been done grind. in any game before this. All other no, games before there's this, been, there's been no, there hasn't been artificial grind. The minute you put an XP booster in a game, you automatically have to say to yourself, "There's an artificial grind." That's an automatic. Your brain should trigger immediately after someone says, "I have to give right. you an artificial." No, but that's what I'm saying. That the problem with the this, time, it's not the first time that people had to play a game and do other things before they can go back. Uh, okay? but I'm pretty not sure. It, I'm, like I'm pretty sure it is because oh, I've ne I've like never that. played a game. I've never played a game open world. I've never played an open world game where I had to stop playing the main campaign. I could have beat the I could beat all the main campaigns as fast as you want. You choose not to because you're like, hey, there's a side quest over here. Let me go do the side quest. But if I wanted to play the main quest, I could. This game you cannot. You cannot just play if the main it, quest. It's the way it's scaled. If they don't scale, if they don't scale the enemies to you, then yes, you're gonna hit a you're gonna hit a roadblock until you do X number of hours. That's so, how it works. So do you think this is the future of games here, where they're gonna take the difficulty level? This is this is a possibility of games. This in the future, this is the games of the future. Whether or not you whether or not the monkeys keep buying a game that actually charges you an extra ten bucks just to get an XP boost. Right. Right. They're gonna they're gonna charge a game. You're gonna pay sixty dollars. This is what's gonna happen, folks. This is what's gonna happen. You're gonna go to the GameStop. They're going to charge, uh, hey, you want to play Assassin's Creed 27? Assassin's Creed 27 is uh, $60. But if you give me $90 today, I can give you a code that automatically beats it. 
Oh, okay. That's what's going to happen. That's what's well, going to that, happen. That's my point. And the monkeys are going to hand over the banana, and they're going to go, oh, thank you, and they're going to put the disc in. They're going to go, it's going to start. It's going to say, insert redeem code here, and then the credits are going to start rolling, and they're going to be like, well, that was great. Bring it back to GameStop, and they're going to give you 40 bucks for it. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand why you'd want to lessen the amount of time you get to play a game anyway, unless you were a streamer. Like, unless you got some kind of like, this is your business. You got to finish games. That's part of your business. That's I, one thing. But the game is artificially grinding. I have no in problem. Buy right. In order for me to buy a key booster. I have no problem, Neutralizer, as them to make you explore. A way they can make you do the ex exploration instead of making you go do side quests is if the map is so gigantic, and let's say there's, I don't know how many main story quests there are. Uh, I do know there's 70 main story quests in the new Red Dead Redemption, okay? If it was a good game where they didn't time gate you with experience and to go do side quests, and it was only main story quests, all they would have to do is go, which Red Dead did. I, I played Red Dead just this past t two weeks, okay? You start here, and they're like, oh, main story two is over here on this far side of the map. And then you you explore, and as you're going to the next point of interest, a, a question mark pops up, or someone comes up to you, and you're like, oh, will you help me, sir? And you're like, yeah, I'll help you. And now you're doing a side quest. And then when you're done with that side quest, you continue on to the next main story quest, and then all of a sudden well, someone no, interrupts you again. There's no levels. No, no. There's no levels. That's fine. But the, what I'm saying is his his point in chat was to make you go explore. And I'm saying they can make you go explore by just doing the main story by spreading them out across the map. Okay? Like, you shouldn't have 30 of them crammed into one little section and then nothing over here, right? No. They make you go through and, and experience the exploration naturally. Not going, hey, you can't do this mission until you go do some story uh, side quests. That is so dirty, that's the, right? That's, that's dirty. Based on the mechanics of the game. If there are, if there's but the, level the mechanics of the game, game are are purposely grindy, so you pay for the booster. That's why there's levels. There's never been levels like this in Assassin's Creed before. They completely changed up the whole game as an RPG now, which I think is great. I think the game is great. I've watched it. I want to buy it. I want to buy this game. The only reason I'm not buying this game right now is because Red Dead is like. 14 days away so there's no way i'm going to play a hundred hour rpg game two weeks before an rpg absolutely game can. no i'm not absolutely you can't you I'm pay not. the extra 10 bucks right and finish and you it can knock it out and, in I, two weeks. and i can finish it right absolutely <laughs> so i understand absolutely. i understand 100 what you're saying neutralizer but I, I i just feel that they could have chosen a different way to make you expo explore the game right not just make a giant map and make it grindy just for the point of making you get a booster, right? Again, I'm interested in this game. I will never buy a microtransactions to do a booster, but the booster's there, and it's dirty. It's dirty. And this is just the start. The minute, the minute you the saw, the minute you see an XP booster in a single-player game, you have to automatically assume the game is grindy on purpose. Right. You, it's if, automatic. Look, if you get a game like this, an open-world game is an open-world game, meaning... You have a choice of doing whatever you want, meaning if I want to just go fish for 70 hours, okay, if there's fishing in the game, I should be able to do that. If I want to do the main story quest, I should be able to do that. If I want to do just all the side quests before I do not one main story quest, I should be able to do that. That is the point of an open world free roaming game. So, I mean, there's levels, there's levels in, in ARC. 
There's levels in other open world games like that where you go up levels to get gear. They never put any boosters in. This is this is treading on dangerous territory uh, for gamers, and gamers should be aware of this. You should not look if you're going to buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Please do not buy the booster because if all other developers right now are just waiting, they're like, well. Look what Ubisoft did. You see what let's they did? See, let's, did you see what let's they did? See what Ubisoft right. Does. Did you see what Ubisoft did? They put fucking boosters in their game. Let's see what uh, happens. I, I, I listen. I'm. I can. I can pretty pretty much guaranteed. I'm not even a forecaster. I can guarantee you, sales are probably up at least thirty percent because of the booster. Oh yeah. I. They're making money off the of sale, it. The revenue. The revenue from the sale of the ten dollars extra is a thirty percent boost. Look, even if that's all, that's even if a about. thousand people bought an extra ten dollars, you know what I mean? That's a hundred. That's a hundred. No, no, I'm We're just saying. Way more than a no, I'm just saying though. It's a hundred grand. It's a hundred grand, and they sold a lot more than a thousand copies. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just think it's a. It, it's. It's treading treading on bad territory there. It's not. It's not bad territory. It's exactly what we talked about. We talked about this. This exact point. Months ago, months ago, we talked about this point. All right. How? What? What other way? They increase the price of the game without increasing the price of the game. What other way? Right. Slowly over time, right? Hey, hey listen. Here's the good news. The good news is it's ten dollars, and your XP is that way for the rest of the game. Well, thank it's God. Not... Thank God for that. Just be thankful of that. Th be thankful for thanks, that. Thanks, thanks, Ubisoft, for not charging me multiple maybe times. It was ten dollars for like a six hours. Oh, ten dollars for six God, hours. God, that would be a shit storm, huh? Boost. And not six hours normal time. Six hours of game time. You have to be fair, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Six hours that you play in game. No. I have the XP boost. Those, and I have to buy it again. No, those like, dirt bags would make it. That, they would right? make it thirty it minutes been that way. It would be thirty minutes, and it would be consecutive. So if you if you if you had to stop playing, it would still tick down. That's exactly what they would do. That's what Ubisoft would do. That's what EA would do. And be be thankful. That's what EA be would thankful. do. Be thankful. Be thankful. It's $10 for an all-inclusive 10, 10 XP boost <laughs> one time. Be thankful. Otherwise, it could have been much worse. Okay. That's something you want you to look at. It. The next two things we're going to talk about is Fallout 76 and Red Dead, which should take up majority of the rest of the time. Okay. So you watched a lot of Fallout videos, Sarge. Um what have been okay the crying the crying is getting to me all right so go ahead so you talk about what you've you've heard and seen so far as far as the crying and and, and what are people complaining about now right, about so, fallout 76 right so before before we even press on let's review uh bethesda's never done an online game before uh bethesda has never tested servers out to do an online game before uh bethesda's never done a game where they said to everybody there's no humans in the game everybody who's a human is an actual player playing the game this is our idea. This is what we want to try. This is an experiment. Okay. Nobody is listening to Bethesda. All they hear is it's a Fallout game and it's not single player. That's all they hear. Right. They're not listening to what Bethesda is trying to do. Okay. Bethesda is trying to make a game and they're testing it out where all the people that are human in the game are actual humans. We're going to see how everyone living together who gets to and goes out into the world how they all respond right what do you do bro when you're going to go out is the first thing you're going to do going to go out and try to hack off the people you just lived with for the last 30 <laughs> years you're going to just to get a, you're going to find a gun find some bullets there's always that one guy there's always that one guy that's that, what yeah but that's what this is yeah but that's what this is this is an experiment they want to see what everybody does the first moment you come out of a vault Everybody's human. 
and there's other stuff to explore. This is not about your individual solo campaign right. in another Fallout universe. Right. That's not what this is. Now you can, yes. you can. Yes, there's a story. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, there's a story. You can play by yourself. Everybody has their own story, and you guys can share quests. And if you're not on the same quests, you can still share experience for the quest that you're on, even though it won't count as a completion towards your story because maybe you haven't advanced that far in your story. It's an individual story. It's a shared XP experience. If I kill God, if we're in the if we're in the same group, they've already talked about it. If we're in the same group and you're out wandering around killing stuff, I'm gonna get a percentage of whatever XP you get from killing stuff and doing quests. So if we you and I are in a group, you're level one, I'm level five, because I'm a crazy person and I bought it midnight before and I downloaded it and I'm 10 hours ahead of you, okay? And I'm a lunatic. If I'm on quest 10 and I complete the quest with you in the party, you're gonna get credit. For XP, right. but you're not going to get not the credit the, for the, the quest, quest being right. done until you unlock it. Right. Then you're going to go later. Hey, I picked up this quest. I need help with it. Right. Can we go? Can we go do this quest again? And then once again, I get XP for doing a quest. I already did the quest. I, it doesn't advance my story. That's what this is. This is a social experiment to see how people act in the <laughs> Fallout universe when they're given an open world and no rules. That's what this is. The griefing system is there because you know for a fact, 100%, and chat can argue with me all night long after this comment, you know for a fact the grief level in this game is going to be astronomical. There was a guy, okay? there was a guy who played, yeah, hold, hold on a second, there was a guy who played at the test thing, uh, one, of the, one of the YouTubers, and all he did was just troll people. He walked around the entire time just shooting at people and fighting them and trying to trying to because he wanted to be that that troll. So they have they right. have a thing in place for this. So they said, look, if you shoot me and I don't respond back to you, you're gonna do minor damage. And if you kill it, if you sit there for like thirty minutes and just keep shooting me, I'm gonna die. Right? It's annoying yeah, as fuck. Have enough ammo. No, no, I know, but it's annoying as you can come up and. and Hit me with an axe. Well, what, stops him from, what, what stops him from following you around with a fucking golf club so, and just keep swinging at so you for, basically, for the next hour? They said that you could flag, you could flag the guy and block so he doesn't see where you are, and you can fast travel away from him so he won't see you on the map anymore. Okay. Then people were saying, "Well, wait a minute. What about if he becomes a murderer and then he blocks people? Can they not see him on the map?" And uh, Hines said, "No. That overtrumps everything. Meaning, if he's a murderer, even if you were blocked." By that person, he becomes a murderer. He will show up on the map, and everyone will know where he is. Right. So it's this. It's this big thing. If you're an asshole, you are going to die, and you will lose the caps and stuff. And I don't think. Yeah, but but there, there are people that are going to put again. They don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's that's, that's fine. The part that I'm I'm wanting to see what happens. But what I'm saying right? is, you I can block. You can block those people. Okay, so I block you. Yeah. I got nothing else to do. I'm going to wander around. The penalty for dying is nothing. He can't do anything. Once you flag them and block them, they can't do any damage to you. If you choose to be oh, uh, if you choose to be a single-player person and not interact with anybody, nobody can do correct. damage you can to do you. That. You can just stop yourself from being in PvP. Right, but but think about it. That's, that's how they're going to figure out the percentages, the numbers, who plays this game by themselves, right. who plays this game with their friends. Right. Who is a psycho killer that wants to kill everybody? This is all the this is the the dream data. Right, Tempest. Data. That's Tempest's job right there. He's 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 foaming right. at the mouth now. Right, because he's a he's he's a troll. He's a troller. That's what he does. Okay, he trolls people. So that's that's the point of the game. 
right? They're creating an experiment and they want to see how they are. Before people are even playing this game, and I'm not talking about the nat the, the normal public. I'm talking about just the, the, the streamers and the people they've invited. Already the crying has started about how this is still not a single player game. I don't know how many times Bethesda has to say it. Right, to be open. I don't, I don't, I don't know how open they have to be about it, right. Well, what else do you have to say to a monkey with a banana in his, in his hand to tell him that this is not a single player game? I don't know how many times you got to say it. Right. This is an experimental game. This is a glass right? of water. This new. is a glass of water. So what's in your cup? It's just water. Oh, trying something. I thought there was alcohol in there. No, it's just it's okay. just water. You either you embrace the company because you like the company and you embrace what they're trying and or up, go play something else and don't worry about it until the next Fallout game comes out. Those are your two options. Yeah, I just don't understand. So while everyone's going online and enough it's oh. enough what it is now they made they've made it very specific they've made it very specific to tell you what this game is all right so what are what are some of the stuff that you saw in the video that because you're a fallout you're a fallout fanatic sorry it's like you love fallout yeah. right yeah. so what have you seen in fallout that you're like oh man that looks that looks good i like to, i like to know more about that or what what, what kind of things oh, stuck out to the, you the, i'm leaving out the part where it's very laggy I'm leaving out that. They 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 already they already said that. No, they already said there was a two week old build and it was running on whatever. I get, I get it. So, but they said that'll all be fixed. Hey, it's already in listen, process. Man, they you, said when you're talking about a multiplayer, when you're talking about a multiplayer player killer game, you have got to have your game has got to be running. No, no. Smooth. But what my you point cannot is be, cannot be jumping, grinding, my whatever point, it's trying to do. My point is happen. they're being upfront about it. They said what it was that was causing the lag issues. That, that they were they're being transparent right they're being very transparent of what their game is since the beginning they said we're doing a break in early access test we're doing all this stuff right they're, they're seeing these things they know what's wrong with their game they're being all transparent right. so so what i'm curious about in the game is is how how the game opens up in mid game because the starting game is find some stuff find some armor go on some quests get some cards and decide what kind of character you want to be based on the first like five or six levels of well, you cards can change all the time though you okay. can change all the no, time no, yes but, but five levels worth of cards for me is a different five levels worth of cards absolutely for you. right not the same cards okay so the cards i get after the first five levels are going to dictate what i can do with my guy currently right what i can do right then so now if that's the case and i decide to put certain cards in certain things if the building perks are not the same as combat perks, then I don't see how trade will be a factor at all. If you if you want people to trade, Wait, say, you have say, to make say, it to where say that again. You, say you have to you have to make it where people can construct certain things, right. but they can't construct other things unless they've got skills in that area. Correct. Right. So if I can make guns and you can't, I can trade guns. Right. It gives me purpose. I find parts. I hammer them out. I right. can make guns because of the perks I have. Right. But if everybody can make guns and everybody can make everything the first 10 seconds out the door, then there's zero chance for trade and zero chance for an economy. Okay. This is an open world game where mm. all humans are humans. Right. So if, if I'm looking for caps, right, the cap count better be low in the game. Like the caps you have to find better uh, be low. It is pretty low and because someone, way, someone killed somebody and they only got like, six caps or 10 caps well, or what like i'm that. saying is because this is the beginning of an economy if i come out with something that i can create and you can't then i can charge caps 
Now you're going to scavenge for the caps in order to give me the money, and then I'll sell you the weapon. Now, of course, being the one of the only weapon guys maybe on that server, I'm going to be the most well-off in caps right. because I sell the gun, right? But if somebody else doesn't, if somebody else constructs something else, then they can sell that product to somebody else. But if you don't have that and everybody can just do whatever they want, what's the trade about? What's the trade being right. for? If, if if there's no way for me to be above somebody else and know something, right. if everybody can do everything, then what's the line right there? Right. If everyone can do everything, what's the point of having right it? Right. Yes. It might be cool. It might be cool to get along online and go like let's let's just go explore. You've got your you happen to have melee perks. So we gave you the best sledgehammer we could find, right? And we gave you the armor that we found because you, you, you're going to have to be in melee. Right, right? I have right? the best skills. The rest you know, right. of us, right? You, right, And the rest of us, maybe I have the better agility skills. So I'm better at... Uh, at uh, I give you shooting, buffs or whatever, right? right? Okay. So yeah, maybe, so now I stay back and I'm going to shoot, right? Make it like an RPG game. They put the melee guy up front, the range guy stay in the back, and that's how we're going to fight because you have a higher strength than I do. Right. That kind of stuff. If that's not in the game, if it's not pertinent in the game and everybody's the same, then there's no point in teaming up because it doesn't matter. They also right? they haven't that's what I'm interested in. That kind that kind of cohesion in a multiplayer game has to be known. Right? right. You have to play it to know it. I haven't heard this from other people. Well I, they... Hold on. You're 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 breaking up. You're breaking up. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Hold on one second. I don't know why, what what's happening. Your Discord just. Are you there? Nope, can't hear you. I'm gonna points, no sound. There you go. I got you. Um, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hang the up. Last, real, hold on. The last ten, the last a minute and a half of talking. No, 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 nothing. no. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up on you and call you back real fast. Oh, I left call. I gotta I gotta hang up, Sergeant. Call me back. Or hang up and I'll call you back. Can you hear me? He can't hear me. Awesome. How about now? Yes. You can hear me? Hang up and I'll yeah. call and I'll call you back. Hang up what? Discord. 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 Hang up and I'll call you back. All right. Sorry about this, guys. Are you there? How about now? All right. So, <clears throat> what they what they did say though, um, what what they haven't actually said was about the trading system, right? So, if I trade with you. Is there a separate screen where I put my stuff in, you put your stuff in, and then no one can dick each other over? You know what I mean? They they haven't said anything about the trading system as far as that. I haven't watched that's any video. I haven't seen any video about the trading mechanism. Okay. But they did say that's that's my point. So what you're saying though about resources and about building stuff, there's public workshop benches in the world. And when you approach one, you're going to have to take out the people around it first, the NPCs then take it over, right? And you have to have caps to take it over, right? You put like a deed down, okay? Now, if I own that and someone else comes along, they can either join my crew and they can use the workbench in the public space or they have to fight me for it, okay? 
or once I'm done with it, I can leave it and then move on. And then it opens up for somebody else. So I think that's a little way that you're talking about as far as creating things. You have your basic workshop that you can work on stuff, but to do the advanced stuff, I think you have to get these certain resource areas because the public there's a public space with resources around it and you own that area for that time until you get uh, other people to attack you, right? So there's right, di different it's locations. Not, it's not talked about with facts and how that works. That's, that's my point. The game... It, when you're starting civilization over from scratch, and that's what this is, you're, you're, you have a bunch of people. That's the whole story behind it, why there's no humans. All the humans are dead, they're turned into ghouls, or they're in a vault someplace or in Correct. a Correct. We are the first okay? humans on the planet. So right. All the people that are coming out that you guys see are from the fucking vault you just came out of. That's the story. Right. Right? Everybody's right. from there. Okay? So now either you start with certain skills or you don't start with any. And then you have to find the cards in the game in order for you to be proficient at something. Right. And then the more cards you get, now I can switch jobs. But if I have a bunch of cards that make me melee guy and I hate being melee, well, I have to suck it up and be melee guy. Why wouldn't I want to get bonuses for melee, even though I hate it, while I'm waiting to get bonuses for range? Right. You know what I mean? Like the cards are going to dictate what you can pick. And then the more cards you get, the more diversified you can become. Then I find the sniper cards and, and, and perception cards. Then I can use guns better. I don't care about the melee anymore, right? And they said, I can change on the fly. Okay, that's great. That means as long as I keep finding cards, I have more character choices. The issue still is, why? Do I, if I get, if, if once again, if everybody's the same, then how do you make an economy? Because all that's going to be is whoever finds the most caps or finds the most rare resource that they have to identify what the rare resource is first, right? If I find a if I find a rare resource, let's just say whatever it is, okay? I find the rare resource. Now, do I really want to sell this to somebody for caps or don't I just want to make the thing out of the gun, make the thing out of the rare resource so I can have it for myself? You see what I'm saying? No, I like, I, I get 100% what you're saying. What's 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 the point of me having either one or the other? If I can all, if we can all do the same thing, that's the issue I want to know. That's what I'm saying. With the with the with the workshops that are out in the world, there's certain resources around there that you won't get unless you're using that workshop. And if you want that workshop, you have to fight me for it, or you have to go somewhere else to find it. So, not everyone's going to have the same resources because someone's going to occupy that area, and you can either fight them PvP or join them in their group. So I that, and where and where do I where do I hoard? Where do I hoard my stuff? You'll hoard your stuff by making a camp. They, I, I watched the video and they said this. So you can make a... Uh, um, Pete Hines talked about it. He said you can make your camp and just use it as a storage thing. It's unlimited. So you can throw as much shit as you want in there, right? So there you go. Right. So it's unlimited so you can throw as much stuff as you want in your camp. On you, you get you get overcome, uh, you know what I mean? And you get it's too heavy. So you yeah, have, if I can I can I destroy my camp and move it to someplace else it, without taking all the stuff out of it? It costs you caps. Okay, so once you put your base camp down, okay, it's there. Now if you want to move it, it's going to cost you money to move that camp, okay? So you can't just like with all the stuff in it. Yeah, it just takes everything and closes it down, okay? Now you just can't run around and just drop your thing and opens back up, throw stuff in, take it down and move again. Doesn't That's work. That's what I'm talking about. No, it doesn't work that way. You have to establish your base, 
You can build a bunch of lockers and stuff in there, whatever you want to do, store your shit in there. And when you decide there's a better place for you to move because you're done taking the resources from this area, you take your camp and you move it with you, right? So the only stuff that you're losing on you is the junk itself and caps, okay? So right, if, if, so you, if you go explore, regenerate. they would have to, yes. They would have to regenerate, but I don't know what the time frame is of, of them... Uh, if it's an in-game day or 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 whatever, um, standard Fallout game is 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 forty-eight hours. I don't think they, well, that's a that's single player. In a, in a normal in a normal Fallout right, game, that's single player. After two days, stuff respawns. Right. So that's how it. So in this, it'll probably be faster. I would say it would be probably we're talking like an hour or so. Don't talk about in-game. Yeah, no, I'm talking... Oh, oh, okay, you're talking about... 24 hours, 24... Yeah. 48 hours I would say 24 game. hours. Yeah, I would say about 24 hours in-game. Um, well, we're gonna see, right? We don't know. The A lot of people were talking about the VAT system. They're like, well, I'm disappointed in the VAT system because it's really, you know, shitty in the beginning. And I'm like, well, that's a perk. I remember them saying that's a perk. So it's in your VAT system. Like, you get cards to make your VAT system better. So you could get better rolls, and then it, it becomes more precise, and then it becomes, I would assume, it becomes just like it was back in the regular single player, not slow down uh, version. I, no, though. I, I saw, I saw the vats in play. Vats is not like the no, same no, no. I know that. I'm the vats. There's no time slowdown. No, I understand it's that. Showing you, it just shows you a percentage. Correct, but you, you have cards. Shot. You have cards that make it more accurate, and it snaps to it uh, automatically. It snaps that, to it automatically. That's, that's fine. Well, I'm saying to worry about latency issues on mm. when I and when I'm fighting. Like for instance, if I'm fighting someone who's got who I know is using vats, okay. If I keep ducking in and out of cover like this, and shooting at him free freehand while he's trying to use vats, I can guarantee you I'm going to win, even because he's never going to get the percentage but right when he pulls the trigger. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. As you level up, you can take vat cards perks in your perk tree, okay, that make the vat system better. Right, so it almost becomes like an auto auto aim auto shot type thing. Well, and that will have to be nerfed because you can't have everyone walking around with 100 percent hits. Well, even if they have 100 percent hits, they might take they might take less for strength or for ac uh, not accuracy, but for for gun. Right, so you only can have a certain amount of points for everything. Right, so you're not going to be if you're if you're totally 100 percent with that, but your weapons are weak, then it wouldn't really fucking matter. Right, you have to have a balance of cards. In all, in all honesty, Vats in the multiplayer game has no place for it. We'll see. I think it'll be interesting. Okay. I think it's a that's, place that's, for that's it that's when you play. One. I think it has a place for it when you do PvE events. Uh, when you're working as a group, clearing out stuff, I think Vats has a, has a thing. As far as going against other players, you're right. I don't think Vats has a place going against other players. But as far as the group activities that go, I think 100% it's going to be... You're going to use it all the time. I guarantee you're going to use it all the time. Um... Here it says that there's a leveling system that works similar to Fallout 4. The various actions will earn you XP and leveling up earns packs uh, or earns you perk cards. Uh, the special system is back, but works similar to Fallout 4, where in addition to each attribute having its own bonus, the acts a requirement for certain perks. Perks are now pack uh, perk cards. You can only have a limited number at once, but you can re-roll easily to swapping them out. Yeah, so I, I, there's a good balance. I think they've done their job. Knowing a good balance, I don't think these guys are like Bungie, okay? I think they've they've done their research and they know what they want, and I think they've balanced it pretty pretty well. And of course, they're gonna have to nerf and buff things a little bit, but I think uh, as a whole, I think they're doing good with the perk. Uh, I'm I'm curious to know if people actually make friends 
in game. That's what I'm. What do you mean, make friends? I'm actually. You're, you're, I'm actually I, I create communities in game. Oh, you can. Okay, so I, I saw someone talk about this as well. So you can only have up to three people in your group, so four of you total, right? Now the servers are servers. There's no private servers as of yet. Um, but the servers, let's say I I'm in a server, and let's say I leave the group. I think I stay in the server, and then I could invite you into the group, right? So if I did this, let's say for the Goonie Squad, and I can get like ten of us in to one server, then 10 of us of 24 are all in the same community and we can build stuff. Now it would be one group of four, one group of four. So this group of four couldn't interact with the stuff in our base and this group of four, but together we're talking together and moving across and, 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 uh, and clearing stuff out together. But as far as the community, yeah, as far as the community goes, you can only have four people in your community. So you can't have this ultimate, like, city sprawling city of no, stuff that you can do uh, no i i think i think you can i think that's what they're that's what they're wanting to see what happens this is what i'm saying that's why this is an experiment right right if, if listen if i'm 16 and everybody knows got an xbox and everybody loves fallout and there's eight or nine of us that we for a three-day weekend there's no school on monday and we go and play fallout 76 i'm pretty sure i'm going to try to get everybody i can in the same area at the same time to see what happens right like that's something i would do then I would do that in a second. So now you're telling me th- this is something that can be do that, that we can do. Like I'm, I can call you guys, bring you into my game, and then open up the thing. No b- big deal that you don't share the same uh, work sh- workbench. The other guy can open up a workbench a little, little, just a little bit away. We don't know the range of the workbench. There's no right. We don't we don't know the details of the mechanics of the game. People are still worried about lag, combat, not being a single player game. Like they're they're still on the same <laughs> shit. They're not asking I- the new questions. Here, here's my speculation. Not asking the new question. Here's my speculation. Once the game has been out for like six months, eight months, I think that they're going to release some sort of update that will put human NPCs in the game. Now, I know they say right now there's no human NPCs. All humans are other players playing. What I'm saying is I think down the road with either feedback or whatever, I think they're going to let NPC human NPCs into the game to start giving quests and stories because just like we said earlier, this is the beginning. No, no, but this is the beginning of the people leaving the vault, right? So, Oh, I see. So so maybe the later on down the road, there'll be somebody correct in in order to quell the masses. Correct. uh, To understand that the humans in the game are actually that. Yeah. How, how hard is it to understand that the humans in the game are actual humans, actual humans, right? How hard but is that pe- to be? People are, why is that? Why is that? Why is it be making people crazy? That you know, they say there it, are other humans. They say it, humans. they say it feels empty because there's no human giving you a a main quest. But there's main quests like your overseer in the game yeah. is a human that left. Get, somebody get this guy a tissue. That left the the vault ahead of you. She was the first one out of the vault, and she's living well, tape recorders around. So that's why I'm thinking. I don't know the story. I don't know anything. What I'm saying is down the road they could. They could implement human NPCs in the game because we sure. we are the first ones coming out of the vault. That is the story. Our story is we are the humans. We are the first people. We are the raiders. We are the the different um uh the rail the rail uh, what's that rail group called? Oh god, you know what they're called, Sarge. The people that are under underneath the ground. People that are underneath the ground. Yeah, the rail. They're not called the railers. They're called the 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 
Sounds going in and out. I don't know what the hell you're saying. Say it again. The railroad. Thank you, Green Green Ranger. The railroad. Uh, you're talking about from Fallout Four. Yes. Yes. Okay. We, we are we are those groups before they became those groups, right? Like right now, we're all open bushy tail. We're like, oh man, we're in a we were in a vault this whole time, and now we're in the in the rest of the world. And then when you see the world, your characters start becoming. Oh wow, this is depressing. The whole world's in an end. Well, fuck this. I don't want to go back to the government. I'm going to start my own trading company. I'm going to start my own thing. I'm going to start my own rating. I'm going to go pillage some villages of other people that needs to. We are right. making the story experiment. of, of yes. Fallout, and people don't understand that. And it, I, I just don't understand how they don't understand that. Well, that's that's the other part. See, the, the macro of the game is also something that I, I don't I don't really like because if the server is always different that you're on and you're going to have different people on the server then you never know what kind of server you're on, right? So if you would actually name the damn server, I'm not saying they would, but let's just say this is server server Washington. It's the East Coast server, okay? And and it has to do with everybody that happens to be in this server happens to be traders. Like everybody's trading. No one's burning anything down. And then if I visit a different server, everyone's a fucking raider. They all hate each other. They're constantly PVPing. Like... There's no, there's no differential. It's every time I'm on, it's always different all the time. Right. So it's like, even if I'm on with my friends and we decided to make a, a colony somewhere, then the next time I'm on, the colony's not there and it's random chaos. You know, it's like, there's no stability in what you're trying to create. That's the other thing that kind of bothers me yeah, I don't about know. random servers. I don't know how that's going to work. That hasn't been addressed either, right? Like you're on a server and I join your server. And I put my base next to your base, and we're together. Okay. Now I need to get off. Right. I leave. Does my base stay there? Can you still work? Can you still use my stuff in my base? Right. I can't, can't stay there. Otherwise, otherwise it'd just be like Ultima Online. There'd be houses everywhere. Houses everywhere. Right. So okay. So when I log out, my shit disappears. And then when I log back I, in, I think it would have to. Right. And when it, I log back in, it, it, I'm back where exactly where it was. Well. It, it, it's back exactly where it was, unless somebody else unless someone else he's put on the a, server, right. and, and he's got to he's got right happens to be right there. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's why there's 24 players that's, per server, right? But but this is what I'm saying. That's why the map is so big. So you they figure they listen. A smart person is going to work walk at least 20 minutes away from the damn vault and then start their thing. You know what I'm saying? You can't just pop out the vault, throw down your jukebox, and be like, I'm setting <laughs> right. up shop here right. because everybody's on your ass. Everyone who starts right. the game comes right. out of the vault. They're going to be the ones hitting you over the head with a the bat. They're going to be shooting <laughs> you with a gun. They're going to be picking on you the whole time. Like, you're going to want to hear that shit? I, I want to. For the first six, six hours of I, gameplay? I want to no. make, make a bet, right? When I get into the when I get into the early access beta. Troll not this, not, City. Not this weekend, but when whenever it goes live on the 23rd, when I get in, if we can stream it, Troll which City. I think we can. I want to take bets over under how many feet do I get out of the vault before someone takes a shot at me? How many feet... How many yards? Well, you need to, how many miles? You need to be able to judge distance. You need to be judge distance in the game. Uh, I, I want to see how that's going to happen. I, 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 I'm saying it again. The first, the first six hours of this game, the actual launch is going to be a complete and total troll shit show. Absolutely. I'm telling, I'm telling you, and telling you exactly people how gonna, it's going to go. People down. are going to walk around just doing this, just, just punching everyone, right. constantly punching you, hoping, hoping that you punch them back. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. Uh okay, so what do you think about the there there are atoms and atoms are the currency in the game, okay, for microtransactions. Okay. 
Now, it's an online service game. Atoms are given out in-game, and Pete Hines said that they throw atoms at you. Like, you complete, a, you complete a mission, they give you, like, 20 atoms. Here's another mission, 20 atoms. Now, certain skins so will... Is this, is, this, is this the nickel and dime procedure, then? Atoms are given out free, but there are games of currency I can buy, and I'm always, like, three cents shy. Probably. So throw them at three, three cents. Is, Pro- that, is that how they're going to consider loot boxes in this game? Probably. Well, it's I, not loot boxes. I'm always it's, three it's, cents. I'm always three cents it's, short. It's not loot boxes. It's more like Fallout Shelter, where, like, if you want to buy... More uh, lunch boxes, you would you would purchase them unless you want to earn them in the game, right? So it's the exact same thing. The atom process is do missions, earn atoms, or you can purchase them straight up if you don't want to if you don't want to wait for the skins. Now they're just skins. Yeah. They're just skins. Yeah, look, look at Tempest. Look what he said. Right? He would literally sit in front of the of the entrance of the vault with the sniper rifle. <laughs> first, right? first he has to get the sniper rifle. Okay. Right. Then he comes back. Then he comes back and just camps the entrance. Right. Well, he, he maybe he could do that, but then again, he doesn't know if anyone's in the vault, right? Uh, everybody starts there. They all no, I understand there. that. But when he joins that server, he doesn't know if people are just starting out there or they're already out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But the the law of numbers is until you get out on your own and and start off someplace else that everybody's coming out of the vault. Everybody who buys the game is coming out of the vault. That's Correct, how it but he has to get out so of the vault. The greatest the greatest number of people in the first month or two are going to be walking out of the vault and, and get, someone and, just and getting shot at them on purpose. All right, well, we'll see. <laughs> I'll watch Pornograph while on my laptop while I wait. No, what I'm saying is if, if I come out of the vault, I have to go find a sniper rifle. Then I have to come back. On my server, if I was in the server and all 24 people started in the vault... At the exact same time, there's not going to be anyone in the vault. You don't know when someone's coming in and where they're starting from is what I'm saying. So you waiting in front of the vault is going to be a really long time to wait because you don't know if the people have already left or if they're just starting out. I'm gone. You don't, people come in and out of the server all the time. Right, but does it once you leave the vault, doesn't mean you're just starting back in the vault. I just be coming out of the vault in the first month. Coming out, walking out the vault. Walking out the, hey, what's going on? Kla, kla. Claw. Right. Claw. I'm, like, I'm just learning about walking around trying to pick up stuff, and some dude's just shooting me just for. Oh, that's yeah, true. Like, they did say that though. They right? did say you can't hurt them when they come out of the vault. There's a there's a safe area, so you have to shoot them ten feet outside the vault instead of right, 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 right outside. Right, right. It, it doesn't listen. It's it's gonna listen. You know it. I know it. It's gonna be a troll shit show for the first six ten hours until people figure out what they need to do. I'm telling you. Just the, nuke the, human, the vault. The human, the human mind self. <laughs> the human mind self is just I can't, unbelievable. I can't, I can't wait to see because look, not only is Fallout seventy six coming out. Okay, we're gonna go over a little, a little time, but Red Dead Redemption is coming out. Fallout is the Wild West of post apocalyptic, and then Red Dead is the wild, the actual Wild West. Wild West, right? So when the online comes out for that, it's the same thing is gonna happen. Just you're gonna show up. Someone's gonna shoot you in the head. Right, no one's got to craft weapons there. They just got to get a weapon and shoot you in the face. Right, so between Red Dead and Fallout seventy six, within three weeks of each other, it's just going to be anarchy in, in in multiple games. And and they did say that there's weapon degradation, and you can't put multiple weapons together in order to fix it. You have to find parts. You have to find parts. Correct of weapons in order to fix the gun. So that will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be. Personally, personally for me, personally for me, I'm hoping to spec out strength and armor first because 
finding bullets and maintaining if, guns. If you're lucky, sounds like sounds sounds like it's retarded. I'd much rather have melee weapons, run around and start cracking people. Yeah, but but you have to get lucky to find those, right? It's random when you open up perks. Or perk it's much cards. easier. It's much easier to find a melee weapon than it is to find guns and gun parts and then have the. No, no. What I'm saying stuff. is though, you're saying spec out for 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 melee and stuff or whatever. I'm, that's what I said. I'm hoping. Right. I'm hoping. You're hoping, to start hoping. Off with more strength stuff, yeah. Because yeah. I would much rather run around with a melee weapon in the beginning than a gun. <clears throat> no, you yeah, don't Tempest. To Tempest, you can actually send. A, you have to find six nuke codes, and then you can actually drop an atom bomb on a spot which then turns it into a high level area where basically to go into a high level area you have to have a lot of med packs lots of stem packs lots of rad uh and armor a shit ton of armor to stay in there so you could uh so you can stay within the, the zone because once you nuke an area materials that happen in there are high-end materials that you can get so you can level up your character and get better gear down the road Yes, Tempest, you can nuke someone's base. Yeah, That's he's. He, I can just right now. I'm picturing Tempest in this house. He's like, "What? I could, I could nuke someone? Oh my god, this is the greatest day of my life!" Like, I can see him yeah, doing no, you this. Can't, you can't ruin. You can't ruin hundreds of hours of work because. Yeah, no, you can the, blow. The, you can blow stuff. up their stuff, but they can just re respawn it in another spot. You, you have the satisfaction. No, no, no. You have the satisfaction oh, of blowing them up, of nuking them up, and then grabbing uh, the scraps or whatever in that area if you killed somebody. But they can just respawn and then place their base back down. I would have quit my job just to play this game. <laughs> so yeah, um, Fallout, I, the more footage I'm watching, the more I'm getting excited. Where other people are like, uh, this is not the Fallout that I really wanted and expected, and I think it's going to be really sad because of that. And I'm like, I don't understand. This is, this if this is, is not, not for this you, if it's not for you, then don't play. If you don't like Sea of Thieves, if you don't like No Man's Sky, if you don't like Ark, if you don't like any other open-world survival sandbox game, this is not going to be for you. Don't try to force the square into the triangle, okay? Just skip it and go you know what i'm gonna wait for the wait, actual wait, fallout wait. whatever fallout 5 yes. right so that's it that's the end of the show we didn't even get to red dead it's okay though red dead is gonna release another thing probably today or next week by next week's show it'll be a week before red dead comes out it's gonna be fantastic can i just tell you sarge i, I want to talk about this one part about red dead okay i've been talking about this for a decade in, in Grand Theft Auto games. I talked about this when Grand Theft Auto 4 came out inside Liberty City. And I was like, man, wouldn't it be cool if there was like construction going on and like buildings were popping up over time like when you're playing the single player. And then uh, there was a little bit of online in there, but not until when, when GTA 5 came out five years ago and they had that big hotel, that big skyscraper in the middle and they had the, the, the uh, casino off the edge and there was like uh, a new development home that was being built within just the outskirts. I was like, man, wouldn't that be cool if that stuff got built and progressed over time while you went through the story mission? You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be cool. And then online, I was like, that would be awesome if that, like a year from now, like every month, a new floor is built on that condo, right? And then a year from now, they opened it up and then dropped it. And then that condo's open. Now you can purchase an actual floor in that condo, in that skyscraper. I said, that would be amazing. 
That's a persistent living world. Go ahead. Right. Well, in are Red... You me, are you telling me it's a game? In Red Dead, okay, persistent goes across a bunch of different things. So they say there's fully destructible environment in there, but I don't know what that details yet. But they said, if a building is being built, because Blackwater, this is 12 years before Blackwater was in Red Dead, the original Red Dead, okay? So this is 12 years before. So Blackwater is not as developed as it was when you first find it, okay? So if I show up on a day, and let's say the bank's being built, okay? And they just have the structure of the bank being built, okay? I come back a week in-game from now, okay? I go back to Blackwater, and now the walls are up, like, the roof is on, like... It's progressing. It builds, and then it actually becomes part of the world. And this is and this is fact. Not this fiction. is fact. This is fact. Okay. The pers okay. the persistent thing in the game as well is that when you kill animals in the game, okay, you have a certain amount of time to get them back to the camp because they'll start spoiling on the back of the horse that you're riding on. Okay. If you take a gun, like a shotgun, and blow a hole in a deer. It's going to take. It's going to. It's going to make less money for you, okay, than if you use an arrow to do a a, a clean kill, okay. Your beard. You know, in 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 Grand Theft Auto and in in all these other games you that you could your, do, you could pick your facial hair and all this stuff. No, in this game, Arthur grows a beard, grows a beard. So in day game cycles. So, that's so unnecessary. No, I really? think it's fantastic, okay? So in-game day, the beard starts to grow, okay? So let's say you're playing a week long and you have a full-grown beard. Now you can go get a haircut, and you can only take away from the beard, okay? You can't put beard on, right? So your hair gets longer, your beard gets longer. Your guns, the more you use them, deteriorate, okay? You have to maintain them by cleaning the guns, Okay, if you go through water with your guns, okay, they get damaged and they won't fire correctly. They could jam. So you have to make sure you clean out your weapons. Okay, if you're in the, Vietnam. Yeah, so when you're in the winter, okay, if you don't put an extra coat on, okay, on your on your character or you don't have a, the 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 coat that's Are you going to get cold? No, you're, you're gonna have to you get, get sick. It, it it yes. You can get it slows you down. It slows you down. Your stamina becomes slower and, and and it diminishes faster. You become hungrier faster because you have to eat, okay? And they say it's so good and it makes it so much better and realistic in the game. It's not an annoyance, they said. So now when you're killing oh, animals, no. so now that's what they I said. Gotta shave, shower, shit, eat, put clothes on. <laughs> so, I can't wait to start a mission. So it, it based on the way you look and the way you like. If you're if you just got thrown into mud. And then you went to go take a mission. The people will respond to you differently if you were clean shaved, or someone won't talk to you. <laughs> they won't talk to you because you smell so bad. They will walk away from you. Okay. Now for the main story, it doesn't work that way. They'll they'll say things, but as far as side quests, if you walk into a place and you're like covered in mud, the guy will reject you. He could reject you and kick you out of his store because. He doesn't want you in his store because you stink and you're yeah, scaring the him. customers. Okay, shoot him. If you kill somebody in this game, I'm going for I'm going for five stars early if, on. If you kill First somebody, of all, there's no showers in the old west, right? There's baths. People only, people, people 
people took a bath like maybe once or yeah, twice. There's a baths. Month. There's baths. Okay? Everybody smelled in the right. West. You're gonna tell me I can't get a quest because I smell. So so come on. Come on. So so, on. so if you kill someone, okay, they will remember like if someone sees you kill that person and they run away and escape, okay, and that you happen to walk by them in a town, they remember you killing that person. Okay. I'm calling shenanigans. I'm not, I'm telling you, this is a fact. I'm calling they, they, this is they're, fact. They're, listen, if if the game remembers who you shot, then a lot of the griefers in the world are going to have a lot of problems with this game because they won't be able to get a quest or continue a mission <laughs> so, from wait, anywhere wait. because they're going to be too busy shooting. It gets it gets even more, right? It gets even better, right? So there's a thousand NPCs in the game. A thousand. That's it. Remember the buffaloes in Red Dead 1? There's only like 30 of them. Yeah. Once you killed all yeah. the buffalo, all the buffalo were gone. Okay? There's a thousand NPCs in this game. You could kill every single npc in the game well that's that's somebody's gonna do that okay I guarantee it and i don't know what happens if you kill a quest giver maybe like not a main quest giver just a side quest giver that quest line is gone or if they get replaced by some new guy i don't know but there's a thousand npcs <laughs> in the is, game that's so ridiculous so that's ridiculous. the guys that played it said one guy followed someone around for 45 minutes he followed an npc character around for 45 minutes okay the NPC was living his life in in the wild, wild west, okay? Like, he cleaned his horse, he got on his horse, he rode to town, he got the newspaper, he went to the bank, he got out of the bank, he went to the general store, got back on his horse, and then rode back to his house. Like, this is not in a small little circle, okay? This is like the guy went from one county to the next on his daily trip because it was morning time and he had to go to the bank. Okay, like that was his process of his day. That is crazy to me that each character in the game is more involved in the game. Okay, the NPCs in this game, you can interact with every single person in many different ways. Okay, so there was an example given, and this will be the last thing I'm going to say. There was an example given, and I, this is not my analogy. This is someone else's analogy. I said this on stream earlier. Uh one of the podcast hosts, I forget what the show, I think it's uh, I think it's Red Dead Podcast. The host said, when he played, this game is like chess, okay? When you sit down at a chessboard, there's 64 spaces on a chessboard. 32 of them are filled up, okay, with player pieces, okay? There's only 20 possible moves in the very beginning of chess, okay? Once you start moving and start taking away, it starts to exponentially get more moves, and it goes into the millions, as the game progresses. He said that is how Red Dead is. Red Dead is very short and small in the beginning, but once you go talk to that one person, you can be angry towards them. You can taunt them. You can be nice to them. You can hold your gun up and scare them and shoot them. You can then get arrested, and then you can either pay your bounty or you can get broken out of jail. There's literally so many possibilities that can happen because of the dialogue. Once your gun comes out, it's a different dialogue than if your gun's in a holster, right? Once you're, um, you know, punching somebody, it's a different aggravator towards somebody than, than than being passive, right? It's absolutely amazing. I can't wait to play this game and talk about it more when we find out even more about this. I know you don't believe any of this, Sarge, but I'm telling you, this game is next level open world sandbox, okay? This game is going to do what the iPhone did to phones, right? The iPhone wasn't the first phone out there in the world, right? But it, 
it took the phone and brought it to the next level, and then other people copied that game, which would be, you know, copy that phone like Android and all these other smartphones. Rockstar sets the tone, and then all other games that come after Rockstar do what Rockstar does. These guys are forefront thinkers, man, in, in, in the gaming world. I mean, from, from taking GTA from overview to GTA 3, and then turning into 4, and then 4 to 5 with the, with the online persistent world that they're doing, it's crazy. And this is just another knot on their hat, you know, a little notch on their hat, on their belt, I should say. Uh, and I, I can't wait. I can't wait for this game. I'm super excited about it. I don't. I honestly think I might just be a Red Dead streamer. <laughs> I mean, after this point, I don't know. I'm that excited right now, but Fallout 76 is three weeks behind it. And I, I, I'm going to love that as well. So, did you see any footage? Any other footage from uh, from Rockstar for Red Dead or no? Just the uh, uh, the in-game videos of them walking around doing some stuff. Oh, and, you, really could, and you could play and first person the whole entire time. Like a Skyrim, like a Fallout. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe. And on top of that... There was a there was a things out there saying that you can shut off the HUD and then the, the NPCs will tell you where to go, so you don't have to use the HUD. I'm playing that way. I don't want to see an X anywhere on my fucking map. I want an NPC to tell me go down the road to the broken tree, make a right, and then go down to you hit the, the, the. That's what I want. That's how I'm playing my first playthrough of Red Dead. Okay, that's ingenious. The, two things: the persistent world and how it builds and damages and fixes things over time, and no fucking X. No access telling me where to go, Sarge. I can go where the fuck I want in a room, and I don't have to extra booster. I don't have to pay $10 for an extra boost or for the X on my screen. So that's it. That's our that's our show for this week. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I do appreciate anyone that submitted a story. Uh, you can submit a story on Discord. Uh, the Discord um, underneath Generation X Gaming, submit news stories. You can submit your stories there. Or you can submit it to just direct message Jen underscore X underscore gaming up above on Twitter. Uh, you can DM and I'll take the story and put it into Discord myself. Don't forget to follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Don't forget to follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Follow the show at X underscore Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Uh, don't go anywhere. This podcast is over, but we are going to go live with a stream right after this. We're playing a game called Live Lock. Is that is that the correct is that what it's called? I think it's I, I, I have no I have no idea. If it if it I'm bails in blind. If it if it if it sucks, we'll we'll just we're, we're going to ban, we're, we're going battlefield. We'll just go yeah. battlefield. We're go, listen, we're go, we're we're going we're going battlefield and John has to play and we have to get best squad at least once before we we we, we leave. <laughs> best squad and then we can leave. All right. So, we're going to play we're going to try this game out and then we're going to move on. If you missed any part of this this broadcast, it'll be up on YouTube sometime before the end of the year. And the audio podcast will be up tomorrow by noon. Uh, so on Spotify, on Google Play, and on iTunes, make sure you leave a review, uh, good or bad. Leave a review on the iTunes. I appreciate you guys coming out. And you guys have a pretty good night. See you on the next one. Thanks for watching. Take care, guys. See you next week. Let's see it. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.